The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. What up, Whiskey Ginger fans? If you want to see the Red Rocket, the Rojo Rocket, live, um, I'm going to be in Toronto, Canada at JFL 42 all next week. I literally show up, I think, Wednesday night, and I'm there till Monday, dude, 18th to the 23rd. Go on andrewsantino.com to get tickets or go to JFL 42. I'm one of the 42. Um, it's going to be fucking incredible. I can't wait to do it. And then I'm off until November, but in November, I'm going to uh, Nashville, Tennessee, T-E-N-N-E-S-S-E, baby, November 8th and 9th. Then I'm in Cobbs in San Francisco, the 15th and the 16th of November. Then I'm in Indianapolis, the 21st, 22nd, 23rd. And then I am going to be at the Brea Improv in Brea, California, December 6th and the 7th. I also forgot, sorry, one more date, Huntsville, Alabama. One exclusive show I'm doing on the 10th in Huntsville. I've never been to Alabama, baby. So uh, we'll find out how that goes. So 8, 9, Nashville, 10, taking a little trip down to Huntsville, Alabama. Go to andrewsantino.com for all the tickets. We are releasing a ton of new dates in January, February, and March. I'm going to be doing Chicago, Detroit, uh, I'm going to be in Ohio, uh, Portland, uh, Philly, uh, Boston. I'm doing everything in the new year. But for now, those are the dates. Go to andersantino.com and enjoy the episode, baby. This episode of Whiskey Ginger is brought to you by Buffalo Trace. Buff Trace, the only bourbon with balls. You know I'm a big fan of Buffalo Trace, man. They are a fiercely independent, family-owned company. They never compromise. They uh, one time got a medical license during Prohibition to make sure people that were feeling sick, you know, the Irish flu, that they got their medicine. Papa's medicine. It's what I keep here in my uh, beautiful decanter for my guests. I love Buffalo Trace. I've talked about them endlessly. I'm a big fan of Blanton's and Eagle Rare, including their OG Souse, Buffalo Trace Straight Kentucky Bourbon Whiskey, baby. This stuff is delicious. Uh, 45% alcohol, aged in uh, barrels for eight years, the regular juice. Uh, the other stuff is aged a little bit longer, a little bit crisper, but this is the, the bang for your buck is, is in this bottle from a Buffalo Trace. I really love it. Harlan Wheatley's the master distiller over there. And uh, I sat down with him and, and talked uh, for a while and took a tour of the distillery in Kentucky. And it was excellent. It was a wonderful eye-opening experience to one of the oldest distilleries in the world. Um, and it was wonderful, man. I love Buffalo Trace. I can't speak enough good about them. As far as bourbon companies go, they are their own machine. They don't bow down to some big corporate dog that tells them what to do. They kind of make their own waves. That's why I like them, including their little niche products like Pappy. Um, and uh, they're really doing it, man. I, I'm a big proponent of Buffalo Trace. So grab yourself a glass, put some trace up in there, and enjoy the episode. In here, we pour whiskey, 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 whiskey. Ginger. I like gingers. 
Welcome back to Whiskey Ginger. My guest today is one of my favorite people on earth. I say that for all my guests, but I mean it once again today. It's Fleckus, baby. How are you, man? Good, good, good. Good. Thank Thanks for, for being here. Me. We've never met. This never is the met. first time. Five minutes ago we met. Five, I love that. You came in and you peed, and you didn't flush, which is an interesting move, but you know, whatever, dude. You do what you do. I get it's it. It's good for the smells. I yeah. think it's important to me it's to feel comfortable right when I get here. Aromatics. Yeah. I get it. Um, okay, so I want to explain to the audience um, a bunch of different things before I even get started, because we don't know each other at all. Um, I know you through YouTube, if you will link all that stuff, but go to Fleckus Talks is a YouTube show that you have and correct me if I'm wrong about anything. Okay. Like, feel free to go. Yep. That's not, that's not true. Cause that's why I want you here genuinely is, um, I find it fascinating in this day and age, you live in LA, live in LA, you are, um, what's the best way to formulate this without sounding like a fucking idiot. You're a, for lack of a better term, conservative conservative-ish YouTube man-on-the-street show? Is that what yeah, it is? Yeah, pretty much. Ish, right? Give yeah. or take? Um, I'm like, a, I'm a Trump supporter for sure. Mm-hmm. And I think kind of like when Trump got elected, he rebranded the right a little bit. Right. So maybe conservative is like the only word we could use for it now, but it's like a Trump Republican kind of. Okay. So here's my, here's my genuine interest in, in why I wanted to talk to you. Um, a, I'm a comedy fan first more than anything else. I'm a stand-up comic. I've been doing it for fucking 13 years. And like, that's, this is what I love is comedy. And your stuff is very comedic in nature, right? Your approach is always comedic. Um, and I want to know like your history and your past and how you got to here. Cause being a conservative, again, I don't want to speak for you, but being a Trump supporter that you are in Los Angeles, I can only imagine comes with nothing but baggage and shit right like yeah it's not easy um when i first made my uh, my uh, first video in 2017 people were like dude like you can't make this like you're never gonna work again and i moved out here like five years ago to be a comedian writer showrunner like i had no idea what i wanted to be but i knew i wanted to be something creative in la and i was sending my scripts around getting all the meetings i could mm-hmm. i wrote a musical a comedy musical john benet ramsey the musical it's hilarious <laughs> <laughs> Um, but then no I'm one in. really, you know, I never really had any opportunities. And then I was into politics a little bit. Like before this, like I was uh, an Obama supporter in college. I graduated college 2012. So I saw him get elected basically twice. And I was an Obama supporter, hope change, first black president. I'm like, cool, this is our guy. And I kind of realized with Trump that I never really understood politics policy wise and what's actually going on. I was participating more in like identity politics uh. and like just being like, oh yeah, like, you know, he, the way he, he sounds great and, he really cares about the people. I'm voting for that guy. And it's like, you got to kind of look into it more than that. Um, so that's kind of how I got into politics. I used to work in like finance in New York. I had a Wall Street job. What? <laughs> Where are you from originally? Uh, Long Island originally. Okay. So a New York guy, born and raised. You uh, got, where'd, yeah. you go to school? where'd you go to college? I went to Dartmouth. Played football there. Very, very good school. Good what, school. what would you play? Uh, Judging by your size, Offensive you were line. a kicker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I was the field. They just ran around me. Yeah. Um, I, I was an uh, offensive lineman my whole life. I'm one of three boys. We all played college football. Shit. Had a very strict mom growing up. She told us we can only go to Duke, Stanford, or the Ivy League, or we're not going to go to college. Wow. And, and they, did you come from some money, or was it like, uh, we'll pay for it, or uh, you got to get a scholarship? It was, it was get a scholarship, but we'll pay for it, too. It was probably like upper middle class. Like, my parents um, are the, uh, like, my mom's parents are immigrants, came from nothing, and she had worked her way up in finance herself. My dad kind of, yeah, came from nothing, was, like, painting houses when he was younger and got into finance, too. So When you say immigrants, where, where, where are they from? 
Um, so on my mom's side, it's from Italy and Sicily. On okay. my dad's side, it's from England and then England again, but through from Poland originally. Are either of your parents born outside of the United States or no? No. No, no they're both born in here. Do you know what flag that is over there? Uh, Croatia? That's a Sicilian flag, my friend. That's Sicilian? Yeah, I'm Sicilian. Oh, hell Santino. yeah. Santino. Very nice. Yes, Never my father. Never crossed the Sicilians. No, 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 don't fuck, we don't <laughs> fuck around. It's a tiny little island, dude. We'll, we'll kill you. We'll kill you. No one's going to come find us down there. Um, so, New York, uh, then you got out of college after playing football. Pro wasn't a thing. Pro right? wasn't a thing. So then you went right into finance. Right into finance. Downtown, in the heart of it all. Yeah. That's fucking, where'd you live when you were, you were living in New York? Uh, West Village. Ooh, fun. Yeah, I spent all my money on rent. Yeah, I was just going to say, yeah, it's absurd. Yeah, yeah, it's there, absurd. Were, there were times where I have like a direct deposit at midnight on Friday morning or Thursday late night or whatever you want to look at it. And I would be at a bar sometimes with like not enough money to close my tab on Thursday at like 10 p.m. And I'd have to wait two hours until the direct deposit hit so I could close my tab and go home. That's <laughs> like Wolf of Wall Street shit. <laughs> it was really a fun time. I'd be entertaining clients. I'm like, let's do another round. They're like, yeah. I don't want to get out of here. I'm like, well, let's stay another hour. Did you get half. into the Coke game a little bit? Did you do Coke? Not really. No. no. It was around, though. It's heavy, right? Very heavy. Um, in the night, I got in the nightclub scene a little bit. Uh, I had an older brother, and we were going into the best clubs in New York like, every week and best tables. It was really like a fun, fun time. Fuck yeah. yeah. And so then you were like, fuck this. I'm moving to L.A. Um, now, at this point in your life, were you, uh, you were still, uh, I guess, you know, again, terms, but were you still a Democrat? Or when you were living in New York, you were kind of under the Democrat yeah, umbrella or whatever you want to call it? I was a Democrat. I didn't follow the politics, though. I just always thought, like, oh, politics is so much. Like, once you open that Pandora's box, like, you have to follow it every day. It is kind of true, though. You yeah. are deep in, You have to be deep inside of it you if you want to continue it. If you want to have intellectual conversations about it, you know, I, I find that anybody that's a part of it has to be constantly digging inside of it. Like, it's, it's a, it's a, a never-ending research. Uh, light, it turns life into research. Like, you have to keep doing it. Otherwise, well, otherwise you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So I was one of the people that didn't know what they were talking about. But I was like, oh, yeah, like politics, you know, it's like racist versus the not racist. Like I'm not an old, rich, white, Christian guy mm-hmm. who's racist, so I'm a Democrat. I'm like for the people. Like, I really had no idea what I was talking about, never looked into it. Um, you kind of follow the terms that's getting pushed around right now where they say, like, if you are a Repub- Republican, you're automatically a racist, right? Exactly. That was kind of the terminology. that Even more now, it's in the zeitgeist of society. People are like, Republicans are racist. It's interesting. Uh, not, I want to finish your story, and then I'll give you my, my whole side because I'm uh, – so keep going. So then you moved here, and everything then, yeah, changed? Yeah, I was in my um, – I was in a promotion meeting at City uh, – City Group was where I worked. Mm-hmm. I was in a promotion meeting to go to Associate. Um, it would have been a nice pay increase too. Uh, and I said, hey, I'm actually going to move to L.A. I want to be a comedian. I want to leave, and I was going to give you guys two weeks. And they started laughing. So I was like, all right, <laughs> pretty funny so far. Yeah, landed it. Yeah. Um, and then they're like, what are you doing? You're crazy. You're the only person leaving um, except for the kid going to Harvard Business School. Like, there's no reason to do this. Mm. That makes no sense. You can't turn this down. No one has a job right now. And I was just like, no, I'm doing it. And then I wrote. So basically they were like, all right, you're voluntarily leaving. You're going to get zero to $5,000 as your final bonus because you're, you're leaving the company. And I was like, that's fine. Um, I understand. And I actually wrote a really nice letter, email to everyone in the company, like obnoxiously everyone in the company. There's like, like 100,000 people that work at City, And I wrote like pretty much to every group all in the United States, the CEO, everyone. And I wrote a nice letter about like the experience I had, what I learned, how it was so great, great friends, want to do something more creative, hope you understand. 
And then I'm pretty sure that had something to do with it because I got a big bonus from that. I got like 45 grand when I left. Damn. So they, yeah. So that, that was kind of like their way of saying good luck. Yeah, exactly. That was like a nice way. Exactly. See, thanks can be okay. Yeah. <laughs> that is, that's so, so you took that money, you moved out here, and it's been five years now. And for people that don't know, which is a lot of people, um, two things I should say. Um, when I saw your videos for the first couple of times, I was like, oh, this is interesting. You're going to the into the fucking heart. Like, you were going right into the cage. Mm-hmm. Like, you would go to, uh, you know, the, the Pride Parade and ask questions, or you'd go to an anti-Trump rally or the Women's March or whatever, what, whatever, what have you, you know? And so you're walking as a quote-unquote Republican conservative Trump supporter, whatever, you, whatever label we want to throw on it these days, um, into a staunchly left, hardcore left world, whatever universe, whatever we want to say that is. And from my perspective, all I saw you do was you kind of are questioning people's motives slash beliefs slash um, reasoning, I guess. It's less that you're preaching that you want that you want people to love Trump and more that you're interested in knowing why they hate him so much, which is is a reason that I'm interested in you. And I was like, I, I want, you know, like I'm not a big Trump fan. It's, it's not, that's, he's not my shit. Um, but I have a multitude of reasons. You know what I mean? It's, this is a diatribe. I don't want to fucking get into for the longest time, but, but also, um, I come from a Midwest conservative background. So I have a lot of conservatism as my family and I see both sides of the coin. You know, for me, it's unfortunate to be labeled, a libertarian or whatever you want to call it, but I feel like I'm somewhere in the middle. I don't associate with either party. I think the whole party. country is, basically. Yeah, I think that's the thing that most people don't really... All we hear about on the news is hardcore left and hardcore right, right? The, 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 as if nobody else exists. Um, I find myself somewhere balanced in the middle where I see a lot of a good in some things that uh, liberal agendas push out, and I see a lot of bad in it as well, and vice versa. I see a lot of good in, in conservative agendas and a lot of bad in certain areas, right? So... I'm, I love what you did and I love what you do because politics isn't my game. I'm a fucking stand up and that's, a, you know, like I, I talk shit about me and my world and I don't really get into politics, but what you do is take comedy to kind of a world of uh, false seriousness. I mean, everyone's taking themselves serious at these things and then you talk to them and you're like, oh, you're, you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's fascinating. So is that the impetus for the spoon? The yeah. wooden spoon? The wooden spoon. <laughs> uh, you'll appreciate this too because you have some Italian background, but I have an Italian mom. Yeah. And she used to threaten me with yeah. a spoon. Get the shit say, out of us with a fucking spoon. That's I what you did. I have to say threaten because yeah. she's like, you can't tell everyone I used to hit you with a spoon. I'll say, my parents beat the shit out of me. I'll say it. My, my fucking, my mom knows. They, there's no hiding. My, my, hand, my dad's hand, first of all, I don't know why dad's hands are the size of baseball mitts, but I would get murked on the back of my fucking head and it would shake your core. Like, I would mm-hmm. get hit so hard that, like, your toes would hurt. Do you know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Anyway. It made you a good guy for it. Yes. The spoon. So the spoon taught you lessons. And the spoon. And also, the thing is, I think right now, everyone thinks that the media has to come from the top down. And it's basically getting, like, pissed on us from CNN, MSNBC, Fox. Like, the establishment media on both sides is trying to convince everyone that we're all far left. We're all far right. We're mm-hmm. all Nazis. We're all socialist open border psychos. Right. And realistically, like you, pretty much people are in the middle. Like, yeah, there's some truth to both sides. Sides and like that's why my recent videos I've been trying to do Trump's not that bad. That's yeah, all, that's that all was it, that was a new thing that I saw Trump's you do. Trump's not that bad. You know, not to graze over, but what you do, what 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 Fleckus does is he interviews people with a <laughs> an H four N recorder and a fucking wooden spoon, a ladle attached to it. Uh, as kind of like a faux handle, because for people that don't know, the recorder is about this big. You can Google it. Uh, you know, it's about I don't know six inches tall and three inches wide, and 
uh, you know, instead of just interviewing with the physical recording device, you put a spoon on it as well, which makes it a little bit more intimate and a little road mic. Yes, it's very funny to me. But what um, what I find wild is um, the conversations that you get into about people who hate Trump. And I didn't know you. For truth be told, I didn't know you were a Trump. So I didn't know you were a Trump guy. I just thought you were um, a conservative interested in why these people are anti-Trump. Mm-hmm. Which I guess maybe you toe the line very well. Yeah, I try to keep it neutral. Because you don't try to incite. I think a lot of problem, a lot of times today, like people are inciting um, and trying to uh, like so clearly provoke. And in your instance, what I've seen you do very well, um, and I've not watched all your material, obviously, that's fucking absurd. But from what I've seen, um, you do a good job at like planting a seed and being like, okay, let's, well, let's talk about why this is the way it is, right? Mm-hmm. Like, 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 um, why louder with Crowder? Stephen Crowder, he seems to be—he's very, very uh, powerfully conservative in the in the idea that I think he is—he's hard to sway. Uh, I feel like you might be a little bit uh, more loose and fun. Crowder seems to be so grounded; it's like he—you know—you can't—he <laughs> doesn't want to hear anything else. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of times when you're interviewing people, you're really interested in their perspective, less so than trying to prove them wrong. Exactly. You know what I mean? That's, yeah, yeah. that's kind of the gimmick. And like, I, the way I'm, the why I've done this basically is because I think the left, the progressive left, has gone so far left mm-hmm. that the new right is the center. Right. And if you're on the left, I think the problem we, that we're looking at um, when it comes to politics, like we're framing it in a way where it's like left versus right. But the left would include liberals and leftists. But if you start asking some questions, there is a huge difference between liberal and leftist. That's sure. why I do like the interviews where it's like, if you're on the right and you see the crazy people saying Donald Trump is worse than Hitler, then you're like, oh, this is funny. These people are crazy. But if you're on the left, if you're a progressive, you have to kind of defend that person and be like, no, they're right. You're insane. And if you're a liberal or you're in the center and you're normal and you're watching that, you're like, damn, that's embarrassing. And maybe if you're apolitical, damn, that's embarrassing. I'm not that chick. Maybe I'm not him either, but I'm definitely not that chick saying Donald right. Trump's worse right. than Hitler. Right. And that step away from the progressive mob, like that disavowing of the progressive mob is enough to make you not progressive enough for the mob. And now you're into the right. You're now you're right wing. Right, right. So people are getting pushed into the right just so I'm because. Trying to like, I'm like nudging them nicely where I'm not like, hey, Trump's great. I'm literally like, hey, Trump's not that bad. Do you think like having six million new jobs since he took office is good? And they're like, yeah, that's pretty good. Right. But because they're not the most politically involved, they don't know how high the stakes are. But the irony is I'm not someone who's politically involved. So I'm not going to go to bat with you on politics. It's not where I stand. That's not where my but money is. Would you is. agree six million new jobs is good since you took No, office? that is a good thing. No, no, no. I, now that, you're you, out of the mob. Right. <laughs> these, 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 aren't, these aren't things that I would take a stand on to fight you on. But that's the irony is what I'm saying is these people are ready to fight you on things that they know nothing about. That's what I find so comically impressive is you're like, you packed up. You went down to the thing. <laughs> you decided this is the fucking yeah. hill I'm going to die on. But if you don't have weaponry at all, being mental fucking weaponry, you don't have your your you don't have your position uh, aligned in your brain properly to go. I know why I'm here. I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm fighting for. Because I'm all for people speaking their mind, feeling how they want to feel. I don't give a fuck if you love Trump or you hate Trump, as long as that's your feeling and you know why you like and hate those things. I'm fine with that. That's how the world works. Like the reason you're here, in my opinion, is um, I like talking to people who I don't think exactly alike. Otherwise, what a boring fucking world. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to prove that, like, uh, people can sit in the same room that don't have identical belief systems and still have conversation. And that's what's so fucking annoying to me is, like, 
it's becoming now, I sit in the room with you, Fantino's a fucking Nazi yeah. conservative It never nightmare. used to be this way. No, it used to be people had conversations. Agree, I mean, disagree, you know, see you next Thanksgiving. Now it's like, oh, the cousins don't come over anymore. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. We don't talk to them. They stay in Nebraska. It's just one of those things where, like, I didn't grow up that way because in the Midwest, in Chicago, there are a fuckload of Democrats and there's a fuckload of Republicans, okay? And I grew up with a lot of both. I grew up with a lot of union workers and cops, construction workers is one side of my family, a little bit more conservative is another side. So, and, and by the way, a lot of the fucking blue guys that I know, they're conservative anyway. You know, it's just there is a public, there's a public democratic viewpoint of them because they're, you work for the city or you're, you know what I mean? Or, or you're a laborer, so you have this blue thing behind you, the unions. And a lot of them still have conservative mentalities and conservative ways of carrying out their lifestyles. So I was born and bred with both. So when I moved here, it was, a, and I've been here for a long time, but it's, it was a wake-up call as time has gone on that I was like, wow, these, this is like, if you're not left, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. And it's a weird, like, I don't believe, I don't agree with that. Like, I, I just cannot sit here and go, I'm okay with that, because I'm not. I, if you are someone who supports opposite of my belief system, that's okay. That's how the fu- the world's going to keep spinning. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't, I don't believe in condemnation because you just, we aren't the same person. I think that's, fu- we can still kick it yeah. and have conversation, which is, exactly. I think the point of that, the point of your show. Now you cleverly do things where you go, oh, you think 6 million jobs is bad. People n- really don't have an answer. Now my, my, the, the thing I'm interested in is do people, do you ever feel as if now I'm in danger? Like, now this is a threat? Not just physically. I'm saying, like, because you're not a fucking little guy. But, I mean, do you ever feel like, oh, this can get out of control? Because people do fucked up shit, dude. They find out your address. They do, I mean, people are fucking crazy on in every yeah. platform. Um, and, the, yeah, so it's like we've gotten to the point now where we can't have political conversations. Like, you're going to get your address exposed and everyone's a Nazi. Like, yeah. three years ago, if you told me, like, oh, yeah, like, half the country might be Nazis, anyone would say, what are you talking that's, about? Yeah, right. But you now it's like, sure. that's the new norm. Um, I'm not really worried about my safety because at the end of the day, it's like, it should be called Fleckus Listens, not even Fleckus Talks. Like, I don't even say anything. So if you're mad at me as a leftist, like, go talk to the person in the interview saying, if you can get an AR-15, what's stopping you from getting a nuclear weapon? Right. Go talk to the person who <laughs> thinks that women make 30 cents to the dollar a man makes. Like, go talk to them first. Get that settled. Then come talk to me. I didn't even say anything. Right. Um, but I think with the, the issues we're facing, it's just the framing of all these issues. The wall, uh, LGBT, right. women's rights. Everything is like a framing thing. So for like the wall, actually, let's do LGBT. I did the Pride Parade in LA. I'm there as a conservative. I'm wearing the rainbow flag. I'm wearing like a high vis vest. I'm wearing a bandana. I'm having fun. I'm dancing. As a conservative, around. not to cut you off, are you in support of these yeah. groups? I have, yeah. I have friends who are gay. And the whole point of the video was talking to people. What do you think about Trump? Oh, he's horrible. He's taking our rights away. What rights is he taking away? I don't really know. Like, what's he doing? Oh, he, you know, he hates gay people. Isn't he the first president to enter office pro LGBT the whole way? Like, Obama in 08 before getting elected was saying man and woman should be married not gay people so it's like they don't really know these things didn't he appoint richard grinnell the ambassador to germany who's the first ambassador ever who's who's gay and they don't really know these things all they know is the framing trump hates gay people i'm against trump where do you think that comes from that's my that's kind of my curiosity it comes to the media because i see it too i like um again like uh, this is something that i want to get to in a second with you about it because i i feel like we might still agree on things like that like um 
I don't. I don't, I've never heard Trump be like the gays are fucking. We gotta fucking get rid of. I've never. <laughs> I've never a, heard he that. He held a rainbow flag that said LGBT for Trump, and he but, held it but up. They, and... But there's this rhetoric that's pushed around, and I'm, and there's a lot of false narrative all over the place. By mm-hmm. the way, on lefties do it, righties do it, just as bad. It's just I, I'm interested to know where those kind of things come from because I'm like that's odd. I'm a I'm a person who fucking reads. I like tr- not books. My fans know I, I joke about that. I can't finish a fucking book, but I'll read a ton of shit online, and I've never I, I get. I get a little confused when I'm like, well, where is this Trump hating gays thing come from? Not that I'm saying it's not real. I don't know. But then when you read into it, you're like, where did this, where, who manufactured this idea? Who was that good at marketing that they, I mean, someone's a fucking genius. But, that mean, they're like, he hates gays. And then it just like fucking spread <laughs> like fire. Yeah. Because I never the heard thing it. Same thing with um, the, all Mexicans are rapists. It's the same thing. Right. Remember, like, it's the same conversation. They take a little thing out of context or they leave something out, like they lie by omission, and then it becomes repeated and repeated and repeated, and then it's just the new norm. Like, the, I talk to people all the time, and they're like, oh, and I have some friends who are uh, Mexican-American, they like Trump, and they're like, how can you like that guy? Like, he, hate, he said all Mexicans are rapists. It's like, read the fucking transcript, right. dude. Read well, there's the a lot transcript. of Mexicans that love Trump, oddly enough. I mean, that people oh, don't really yeah. know that. That's a thing that a lot of people don't really understand. There's a lot of Mexican Americans that live here in Southern California, specifically, that are massive Trump supporters. Uh, it's just it, it's it's an odd, but people don't know that because outside of our world, it's it's not spoken about. That's not talked about. Exactly. You know, this is one thing I want to get your semi agreement on. You know, because I've talked to my family about it. Um, the, more than anything, as a comedian, the thing that like I guess bugs me about Trump is his his articulation is sometimes so poor that it's almost comical in nature to me that I'm like, there's no way you think that's the right way to say that. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think like, even if you like Trump, there are moments where even Trump supporters have to go, oh, why did you say it like that? Or why would you say, why would you say that? I think he oftentimes will do things where his, the way he formulates what I know he's trying to say is either ill-prepared or unscripted, which is, non-traditional for most presidents mm-hmm. and i think his improv skills aren't that dope you know what i mean like yeah. he's just, just not he's like... not that good at improv is the is what i see all the time and like that's that that not the only thing but that's one of those things where i i know even trump supporters who are educated people you know those that are know that even they get frustrated at that even they go oh fuck dude come on i mean th- th- there has to be more formulaic ways to to deliver th- messages that feel more astute more you know a little bit more prim a little bit more tied up because it's kind of nice listen at the end of the day nobody wants to receive information from a high high a high source that sounds uh you know inarticulate it just feels it just feels disingenuous it's like wait, do you not care yeah but at the same time there's been plenty of presidents in the past that are, are the most presidential and they deliver the message and they cry sure. at the right time and they give some powerful things and they go like this and you really believe yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, the, we elected this guy to kind of go in there and be a wrecking ball. I agree there are times where maybe he says things that are it's like, uh, he probably shouldn't have worded it like that. But a lot of times he says things that aren't worded properly. People jump all over it. They actually do the research and then they're like, basically siding with him right like for example colin kaepernick taking a knee he's like oh that you know throw that son of a bitch out of there or whatever he said people are like oh that's racist he hates black people this that then and it's like well he knows deep down 75 percent of the country doesn't want 
you know, the um, people to be protesting during the national anthem. Mm. So he knows he has that in his back pocket that people agree with him. Maybe he didn't word it right, but now everyone's watching and they're watching their news, what right or left. And if they're on the left and they agree that people shouldn't be kneeling, they're watching their news saying like, oh, Trump's racist. This is, this is all racism. He's allowed to kneel. It's good to kneel. And they're kind of like, eh, I don't really agree with that. Right. Do you think, okay, so this brings me to a, a, an excellent question. Uh, I'm curious to know if you think perhaps sometimes he himself doesn't believe these things, but he knows that it's party affiliated or it's an, it's a, it is a strategic move, right? Like let's even say that Trump does agree with protesting and he's okay with it. But do you think there are times like that when he goes, well, this is kind of more strategy. It's smart that I know that the majority of the country is heavy military is, is pro, you know, these, these things that have kind of been embedded in our culture. And do you think he sometimes does that for his angle? Because he's not he's a politician just as much as yeah. he says he's not. You know what I'm saying? He one hundred percent does things to plant seeds, to stir the pot, and to be kind of outrageous sometimes to get yeah. people talking about things. A hundred percent. I don't think he shares any views that are like anti American. Mm. So at his base, it's like, is he a Republican? Is he a Democrat? He's kind of like a rebrand middle of the boat of both. Right. I don't think he's either. He's I think I think he's I think he's a I think he is a um First of all, I think like anybody who runs for office, I think you're an egomaniacal, crazy person. I think everybody that runs for office is, uh, is out of their mind. I think to get to that point, you have to be so <laughs> power hungry at every level that I think at some point you are doing it for, you know, uh, a wonderful growth benefit of your own kind of personal ego and attainment. Like, uh, you know, I, I like to think that some presidents or some polit- politicians are like, I'm doing this because I really care. But I think for the most part, all these motherfuckers it's a, it's a, it is a powerful thing to be a powerful person. And there's a lot of strength that comes along with that. There's a lot of financial gain. Like, I think they're all these people are the same. I've always felt that way. Mm-hmm. No matter if it was a lefty or a righty, I was always like, this human did this, perhaps at, a, at one point because they feel like they're trying to make change, whatever the fuck you want to call it. But at the end of the day, I think there's a lot of perks with power. Yeah, I think he probably does have an ego, but I do think as well, like his goal is to go down in history as the best president ever. Right, that's but that's what so I'm saying. Like, that's, oh, that's, I'm cool with that. Like, that's ego driven. That's what I yeah, mean, though. That yeah. that is inherently being like I'm the best. I yeah. mean, Michael fucking Jordan was the best basketball player in my opinion in the history of the game. He's an ego fucking maniac. He's ego maniacal. He sacrificed everything to get what he wanted. I think people that are at those positions tend to kind of share these similarities. You have to be ruthless. You have to be a little rude. A lot of times they're you know brash and not they're they're not careful. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? You just you are what you are because you know. That's what it takes to kind of become this thing larger than those around you. So I think he shares these things. Whether or not he agrees with some of the shit he says, I think he's just, I think he's clever enough to know it's going to work in the benefit. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think he's, I think he knows positioning. I think he understands yeah. that. And I think there, there is an aspect of ego for sure. But look who he was running against: Hillary Clinton versus Donald Trump. They both have the ego. They yeah. both want to be the powerful yeah. person. Who would be acting in America's best interest out of the two? I think if Hillary Clinton was elected, we'd have closer to open borders. We'd be in war with Russia. We'd be involved in Syria. We'd it'd be it'd be horrible. It'd right. be game over. And Trump getting in, it's like yeah, he's an ego guy. He wants to be the most famous person in the world. Now he pretty much is. But his goal is at the end of the day to look out for the American interest. He's not trying to get rich. Hillary Clinton's worth over a hundred million dollars. Her and Bill. Trump is worth, I think, $5 billion going into office. I think he's worth 3.5 now. He went down 100 slots on the Forbes 400 or whatever. Bummer. 
So it's like, you know, <laughs> I, I think he's sacrificing Give a lot, too. Everyone loved him before this. He didn't have to run. Everyone well, loved him before I, I'm this. I'm fascinated because we live in Hollywood, and Hollywood, this they were best friends with that cat, dude. So they many major power they players. Oh, they loved him. The rappers dude. loved him. Everyone yeah. loved him. And well, I think a lot of rappers racist. still do like him. Yeah. By the way, I think there's a lot of people that I think there's a lot of people that are on a, a, a big public forum that do love him, um, but they can't publicly love him. I mean, you know, there's a lot of names that you know I'm not allowed to name because it's not my business. You know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna say how I view him and I feel, uh, but I'm not gonna go around calling out people. But there's plenty of fucking phony. Democrats in this game that pretend that they're leftists, but behind closed doors, they're not. They're fucking, they're liars. I mean, and they're not allowed to come out because it'll prevent them from getting a job. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it hinders you in this game if you're anything aligned with Trump. And I know that there's a lot of big, powerful people in this business that are, are vehemently Trump supporters, but they're not allowed to be, which I think is a, that's my biggest issue with what's happening now. Do you, you know, think, it's, it's like you you're not allowed plays, to be. How do you think it plays out? I think I completely agree with you. And I think that's good because I think. The left and the right, however you want to label it, are now in like two ships, and the left ship is going down. It's sinking because you can't make certain jokes anymore. Mm-hmm. You can't do actual comedy. You, it's hard to go on tour. You can't go to college campuses and do stand up as much because the kids get offended. So it's like I think the left is like shrinking in what they're allowed to say, what they're allowed to do, who they're allowed to associate with, and the right is kind of becoming like, and we're not even the right, just anywhere but the far left is becoming like, yeah, you can say that. Like, we like Dave Chappelle. Like, well, so here, that so, kind of thing. So I'll give you the, the I'll, I'll give you the devil's advocate to that. Like, as a touring comedian, you know, comedy is the, the richest it's ever been right now, the richest as far as involvement and fans. So that, I don't know if that's true. I know what you're saying is the left is becoming more restrictive, but that it, it's such an extreme minority of Are you what doing we're talking tours? about. Self booking, or are you going to co- like? Are you going to just comedy clubs? Well, I don't do colleges. I do theaters and comedy clubs. They're all your fans buying your tickets. Uh, yes, and a lot of times there are people that are interested in seeing a new okay, show. Okay. You know, but for the most part, yeah, I sell tickets to my fans that want to come out, that have a good time, and fuck around and talk shit. And I, 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 I like to eat the left, and I like to eat the right. I mean, I talk shit about everybody. My goal is to kind of dismantle our societal norms, the things that we find fucking okay that i think are bananas that yeah. i just think are stupid okay, cool. and, and that's kind of my goal is to just shit on everybody and i do a pretty good job of shitting on everybody so no one is no one's gonna win at my show do you know what i mean mm-hmm. like i'm never gonna get a chant afterwards that's like fuck me or pro you know what i mean it's just mm-hmm. i'm gonna shit on you no matter what you are because i think everyone's a bozo for the most part so in comedy now i i think the real truth is um an extremely small minority of critics and uh, not even gatekeepers, just just media manipulators are getting tighter and more restrictive. Like the people that fucking said what they said about Chappelle special. But when you look at it from a, a from a from a uh, national scale, it's the polar opposite. More people are wanting to go to comedy shows than ever. Our numbers are through the roof. And I'm talking across the board. Every comic now is selling the most tickets because people want to get away from the nonsense. I, I think it's. It's helping comedy because people are like, oh, I'm so tired of fucking this bullshit. I want to go laugh and just let it go because there's so much tension over like, you think like this, you're a fucking Nazi. You think like that, you're a socialist piece of shit. I think people need relief. And what we're doing in comedy clubs is letting people fucking sit back and let us talk shit because my goal is to say whatever I want to say. You paid me to fucking be the guy to say the thing that you might be afraid to say. I'm going to say it. You know, like I tell that in some of the jokes that I do about like, you can't say this joke. Like you go to your job on Monday, you're, you're fucked. Yeah. But that's my whole goal is to 
be the guy that gets to do that, which is why I think Chappelle is in the right in everything he said. If you don't like what he says, you don't agree with what he said, turn it off, don't promote it, and move on. That's like anything else. Do you like Applebee's? Oh, I don't want to eat there. Then fucking don't eat there. Then go to another restaurant. There's a million restaurants. So I, I think the idea that the left is trying to shut down comedy, first of all, it'll never fucking happen, and I think that is a... I think that's an inflated idea because the, the real left, people that do technically that are have uh, do have open minds, that are the real leftists, they want to hear fucking opposing opinions, you know? That mm. used to be the real way. A, a, a leftist used to be, okay, well, let me hear all the sides. Let me have some an open mind to something, you know? Let, let me try to feel this new age thing. Now, this extreme, tiny, small portion of people on the extreme left are kind of the ones that are dictating some of the internet movement and what they think is okay to say and not okay. Because I think for the most part, the audience score on Rotten Tomatoes for Spell Special was 99 fucking percent. If that's not proof that the 26% from critics means fucking nothing, I don't know what else does. Do you know what so, I mean? Yeah, so um, I think I, I could have worded it better. I would say the establishment of the co- a comedy establishment. Sure. The award shows, the network TV, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. And then you're like the anti-establishment response to that where it's like, no, like you guys think I'm funny. I'm not maybe falling under that umbrella. Come to my show, buy my tickets. Yes, that's yeah. what our. That's, that's the, great. That's yeah. like what I want to happen in everything. That's what Trump did to the Republicans. That's what Bernie wanted to do for the Democrats. Mm-hmm. That's what needs to happen in comedy and entertainment in general. Yeah, I think people should, but I think people should make their own, make their own decision on what they fucking and get get involved in. I just I don't think jumping the gun to shut things down is a proper response. I just think that's a silly fucking thing. Just because I don't, uh, just because I don't like something doesn't mean I'm going to fight tooth and nail to shut it down. Mm-hmm. Just because I disagree with it, that's to me, that's absurdism. That's like you're going you're gonna to ruin your life trying to stop someone else's belief system is to me a little fucked up as long as what they're promoting is not fucking, you know, go kill this guy. Yeah, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, uh, yeah, I'm not, I, uh, within reason, I'm just saying. You know, if someone's like, yeah, I'm a Republican, I like Trump, I'm like, well, that's your fucking choice, dude. That, that, I don't know why that that there is this thing that's like, fuck you, Fleckus, you're a piece of shit because you told me you like Trump and now I can never even look at you again. It's like, I'd rather explore why I, why you do. I'd rather, I'm more interested in why you like him than my disengagement with you because I think that gets us fucking nowhere. And as a co- comic, I feel like most comics feel that way because our whole job is to fucking interact with social, find out what's going on with people, dissect it, make fun of it, poke holes in it. Mm-hmm. That's literally what our whole, that's what comedy is. We've always made fun of the haves, you know, usually being a have not and dissected society and made fun of the fucking, the, the, this, the goofy shit that's happening. You know, I, I think like for, uh, for, for you, what's, what's, what's also hard is you've taken a very grounded stance on the fact that you are a Trump supporter. So for the business getting pushback, do you feel it like, we talked about YouTube. Like, does YouTube try to shut you down? Have you been... Uh, YouTube tries to shut me down. Yeah. Um, basically, in the beginning, they demonetized all my videos. Right. And then once I started get going... What was the, vo- the policy violation? Did they say what it was? Uh, no, they didn't really say. So they just were like, this isn't fit for... But then I got, like, tighter with it. So I was like, you know, in the beginning, I didn't censor my curses. Sure. And then I started censoring my curses. Then it's like... You know, I was I was kind of playing the game where I wanted to work with YouTube so I could make this, like, an actual career, an actual job. 
Um, so for the, for the, for the first 200,000 um, subscribers, they didn't really monetize anything. Huh. Then after that, they did. And the way they get me, basically, though, is they'll demonetize my videos. I'll request a manual review. Mm -hmm. They'll say, yeah, we'll get back to you in 48 hours. 46 hours later, they're like, yeah, you're right. You can monetize this, but I missed like 250,000 views. Wow. Well, Maybe this will get more. this this will get demonetized for sure. <laughs> <laughs> they see you and they're like, no, no, no. Yeah, I think I I like I think that is a that is something that 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 needs to be talked about and addressed. Is that you know, I'm friends with Joe Rogan. He's a good friend of mine, and he gets called all these fucking names. Like he's an alt right guy. It's like mm -hmm. if you know Joe, Joe is Joe is on paper for pound for pound a liberal, whatever you want to call it. He's just not a new age leftist fucking insano person who goes out of his way to attack the right that's just not what he does but what i've taken from him what i like that he does is he speaks to people on both sides of the coin like you sit with everybody so you can get perspective mm -hmm. you know that that's how we learn as a fucking society is to go well i, I want to learn i want to know why you feel this way i want to know more about you as a human that's that's how we really get to fucking understand culture but we understand why we are the way we are and who we associate with and why our beliefs are that way. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Instead of blindly going, shut it down, fuck that, alt-right, you're done, da-da-da. It's just, I want to hear it, you know? Like, I want to know. And for you, so it seems, so I've learned so far is your change came when you moved here because you, you really started investigating politics and got deeply into your personal interest in yeah. why it mattered to you. Yeah, I basically yeah. just, like, started looking into the stuff, looking into the history. Like, I was a history major in college. I didn't study anything. I handed in B-minus papers. I wrote four hours before. Yeah. Like, I got nothing. I learned nothing. But now, like, after politics, getting into it in 2016, I was, like, finding myself researching, like, you know, politics during Vietnam, like, all these things that I probably took in a class at some point and didn't pay attention to. But when I got involved in it, I was really just looking into just both sides, why we're so divided, what the media's plan is, how they operate, lies they've told in the past that ended up not being true, like all those kind of things. And I was just like, dude, this is the same experience pretty much anyone would have, any normal middle-of-the-road person if they looked into politics. Mm. And the, re the way it is now, it's like, you know, in Hollywood especially, they just make people the center of their own world. Like, make a god of yourself. You are, all that matters is you and what you can enjoy and what you can get out of life. It's just you, you, you. And when you live that way, it's like, you can't look into politics. You, you can't actually study it that much. So you're like, you know, I'm not going to pay attention to it. It takes too much time, too much effort. But Taylor Swift said, Trump's really bad. She's not dumb. I love her music. I've always loved her. That's where I fall politically. And I just wanted to, like, break that a little bit because I think that's, like, the reason we're so divided is just because people don't actually look into it but trust, like, these trust sources and they trust these LeBron James and Taylor Swift to, like, tell them what's going on. Right. And it's like, you Well, know. who doesn't trust LeBron James and Taylor Swift, though? I mean, they are... <laughs> They're the source for almost everything I've ever done in my entire life. Yeah, exactly. So it's like <laughs> now I know what you mean. People just buy into kind of celebrityism, kind of sells. It's they they you can sell a lot of agendas and from celebrities. The celebrities have a, a lot of power in the world to say this is how I feel, and almost all of their fans will come along with them. You know, that's I think that's very dangerous. I think it's extremely dangerous. And you know, it's like that when people push around, they're like, just shut the fuck up and play sports, or just shut the fuck up and be an actress or whatever. Those terminal that that phrase I disagree with. I'm like, that's annoying. They can still publicly have their own their own opinions about politics, and and they can push whatever they want to push. They're using their platform for them. Um, it would be nice if more people that use their platform were uh, 
more well-spoken about it because I think a lot of people use platforms incorrectly that you're like, oh, dude, you're super famous and you're just pushing around fucking goofball nonsense <laughs> bullshit. You know, like you could be doing it intelligently whether or not you're a lefty or a righty, you know? I think somebody who does it well as a leftist, uh, I think John Stewart is articulate. He's a smart guy. He believes in his stance and whether or not you agree with him, he still has, um, he's, he, he preserves some semblance of, of, togetherness when he divulges the way he feels i I think there's guys there's people that do it well that even if you're like i don't agree with what he's saying i i think it's important for us to be more uh well spoken about our sides instead of being like fuck you you suck fuck you you suck that my my biggest beef i talk about on stage is when people are like fuck trump online and on twitter i'm like okay that's it like yeah it's just so cheap to me. It's so easy. It's so monotonous. It's like saying, you know, like, relish sucks. You're like, what? Okay, I guess. I mean, give me some weight to the way you really feel. And and give me reasoning. And, you know, I, I'm not saying you get it out in 140 fucking characters, but I just think we, like, used to have, we used to have more fun with our feelings. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, it, it, We used to be a little bit better about talking shit. I think we've gotten worse at talking shit. Mm-hmm. Like George Bush, man. Bush Bush got made fun of incessantly every day when he was in office. But, like, for the most part, he played along with some of the things they mocked. Like, he was good at kind of having fun with them because, I don't know, I think it was – a lot of it was more clever than crude. Now it's more like kill Trump. Yeah. It was never that way with Bush. And people people pretend like it was any different. There was so – people hated George Bush. There was – lefties fucking loathed George Bush. He was the enemy of the state. People couldn't stand him. I mean, you remember he- hearing how the, the rhetoric of people being like, the worst president of all. I fuck, the lefties loathed him, you know? And I thought, wow, they'll never hate a president like that again. And then now with Trump – I mean, they wish death upon the dude. It's a yeah. different world. You're like, damn, these hardcore lefties are fucking violent, dude. It's not like, it's not like that fucking that media hate that used to spew that they used to. Spew. And now they all love George Bush, which is more yeah, even, which is insane. That's even funnier to me that like a lot of the left like thinks he's like the greatest and thing. A lot of, all of the time. Trump supporters are like hate the Bushes. I know it's like, John McCain. The Bushes were all like, fuck that, and that's everyone's so like, funny. oh, John McCain, like hero, like. You know, he didn't agree with Trump on everything. Like, we want politics to go back to, like, the John McCain days and the George Bush days. It's like, hell no, dude. So that's a different, because that's a different Republican, right? Like, yeah, there's, exactly. There's Republicans in my family that are, that that uh, still like the Bushes, and they still, you know, and they did like John McCain. And it's and it's funny, there's even a divide internally within Republicans, just like yeah. there is to Democrats. It's just establishment versus anti-establishment. And right now, the only party that has really rooted out the establishment is the right. Like, we saw it in the, um, with 2016, Trump was up against, like, 15 other Republicans. Mm-hmm. Jeb Bush. Oh, even Mark Jeb Bush. People. That was really tough. I think Mitt Rom- was Mitt Romney one of them? I don't know. I felt bad for Jeb Bush. I was like, dude, this yeah. is not, that's not nice. Like, it was, it's almost like, <laughs> it was just like watching someone open mic in the comedy world and, like, going, it's like open micing against, like, fucking Merc killers, and you're like, what? This is not fair. <laughs> it wasn't. It just was like wrong. Like you, like wasn't one person on his team like Jeb? This is like a bad idea. Like you're oh, gonna yeah. get fucking murdered. But uh, anyway, I, I think. Uh, but the framing of the issues is is yeah. why we're having all all these problems in society. It's like even th- for the wall. Okay, Trump wants to build a wall. 
the left commits doubles down, triples down, quadruples down mm -hmm. the walls because he's racist and he doesn't want brown people coming in the country. Mm -hmm. Now, as a Trump supporter, most people are out there defending why Trump isn't racist. He's not against immigrants. He's married to one. Um, like, you know, people from all over the world come across the, uh, the border and all these things. But like, we don't get to actually discuss the border issue. We're discussing why Trump isn't racist. So it becomes more about race than about the, the actual thing. So right. it's like the framing of the issue. It's not like, all right. Border wall. Do we need a border wall? What's going on at the border? And instead of talking about the numbers, the hundreds of thousands of people a month that are coming across, the millions of people, 20 to 30 million people here living illegally, now we're talking about like Trump hates brown people based on nothing out of thin air because of a couple things out of context and him wanting to build a wall. And it's like now we're fighting with each other like this and the people above us who are pulling the strings are just kind of like laughing at us. It's a big joke to them. Yeah, but everybody above us is laughing at us, by the way. <laughs> and the entire governmental <laughs> institutions are all like, yeah, you're all idiots. But I think... But I, like I, it's a race. It no, becomes a race debate. I because, I think you're right. It became a, it became a race issue. And it's like we do kind of need a wall. We do have a lot well, of people and what if, well, Okay, so how about this? This is a proposal. Like what if... What if it wasn't a wall? Do you think it would have gotten the same response if you just said, we need unbelievably strict border security and laid that out and so visually different? I think, in my opinion, the reason that people get mad is because a wall uh, gives people remnants of, like, Berlin. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I, think, I think people associate it with, um, with a historical divide of race and class, religion, and I think that becomes a parallel in their head you know over what happens in israel over what happened in germany i think that to them becomes the same thing do you know what i mean whether or not that's the truth yeah i think what happens is uh when you have symbolically when you symbolically have something that's been uh in, like kind of singed into your brain as negative for so long perhaps that's why it's a misstep and that's when i talk about stuff like i think when he says or does certain things i go there's got to be a better way to do that even if i know what his intention is it's that a lot of times he says things and I go, God, if he, if he put it to the table differently, maybe the response wouldn't be as fucking chaotic, right? Like mm -hmm. if it was about, if it was about, you know, if he talked heavily about how to increase border security and immigration and how this needs to be a tighter top, um, per, that's what I'm talking about. Perhaps the articulation of, of that would help. Do you know what I mean? Cause it's, it's the same thing that happened with, People got mad at separation of families. That became this massive issue here in Los Angeles. I mean, everywhere people talked about it. But I'm just saying, like, here in L.A., that's all you heard about for, for days and days and days and days and days. Now, now, by the way, not again. But for days and days and days, and it was like, well, you know, Obama did the exact same thing. And people were livid to hear the truth when you were like, oh, no, Obama, this was a program that happened when Barack Obama was in office. Mm -hmm. It's not, this isn't a new thing. It's pol more polarizing now because of the time that we're in and what's happening now. But, like... People don't want to hear that stuff because the Obama administration was more strategic in their articulation. So that's my point. I yeah. feel like I feel like if you're more strategic in your articulation, um, things can be received a little bit differently. And I think that bothers me about about Trump and all that shit. Because I'm like, God damn, dude, I, this is it's it's almost like everything is ready to click a war. Do you but know what I'm saying? Keep in mind, if he did it the proper way, that would be more appealing to you. The media wouldn't be like, ah, all right, let's be fair to him this time. I know, I know. They and would never. It wouldn't yeah, matter. So yeah, it's I know. like, yeah, he's a little rough around the edges. Like, yeah, we need a wall. Like, the rapists are yeah. coming here. Yeah. But it's like, I read a story the other day about an eleven-year-old girl going to the hospital. And I spoke to the woman who actually helped the girl, and I met her in, um, in El Paso. The nurse, she was eleven years old, went to the hospital, had twenty different semen samples in her. Ay, ay, ay. holy fuck! And it's like shit. they're raping all the women that come across the border that are getting trafficked across and like smuggled across. 
Gross. I would say 99 out of 100 are getting raped at least once. Oh, fuck. It's horrible. It's fucking it's gross. It's terrible. But then it's like Trump said all Mexicans are rapists. And now we're talking about like him being racist to an entire group of people when it's like you're ignoring what's literally happening on the border. They seized fentanyl on the border. They, f- they found one one time um, coming across. It was enough to kill like 100 million people. Enough fentanyl. And fentanyl is like a, a couple grains of sand yeah, worth they, would kill you. Yeah, they put it in heroin, right? And they just have blocks of it. Jesus. So, you know, I, right, but, right, I'm with you. Like, yeah. I, I wish he maybe articulated some things better, but at the same time, I, I, don't, I don't really care. Like, because the media knows that people have, like you said before, those feelings of what a wall means, mm-hmm. Nazi Germany, all these things. It works. And they just feed on that. Yeah, They're it like, works. oh, Trump wants to build a wall, and you know how he's like a Nazi. It makes sense. It's a dog whistle to the alt-right, which like, barely even exists, the alt-right. That's a different conversation, but um, well, that's what, that's we're saying the same thing. When I say, I think the extreme left barely exists as well. I think this. Yeah. I think they're I think they're they're unbelievably small. I mean, but I do, think the extreme left exists and is more willing to do stuff than the extreme right, and the extreme left gets like backed up by the media sometimes. Like yeah, but, Antifa but, but, is like oh well, they're right. just like anti-fascist. It's like, but the but see, but at the same time, I think there's there's extreme right groups that they're not as. As vocal, I think that I think the left. I think there there are probably just as many people on a far far right that there are on a far far left. I think you hear a lot more far far left because the media kind of is able to exploit, expose, and promote this. Whether or not it's CNN or Fox News or any of these fucking places, mm-hmm. they all love. Dude, they're all clickbaits. You know what yeah. I mean? This is all clickbait. That, At the end of the day, twenty four hour news cycle basically ruined the news. I'm because because even even this, I'm going to write on this video. Fleck has had sex with Donald Trump. We talked about it. Yeah. I'm going to clickbait the... <laughs> <laughs> but you see what I mean? It's yeah. like everything is a clickbait, nonsense, bullshit headline grabber. And that goes back to what I was saying about the, the Chappelle thing. People wanted to write negative shit before he even fucking put out the special because they know that's going to get fucking traffic. You're going to get traffic when you say Chappelle is a homophobe. Chappelle is, a, is transphobic. Of course people are going to click on it. Yeah. Even though I know he's not, they know people like me are probably going to fucking click on it because I'm going to read because I want to read it and go, this is fucking bullshit. I have a theory that that's what the new marketing plan is for like 2019. It's like Gillette doing the the, mm-hmm. the ad where it's like toxic masculinity and oh, it gets yeah, everyone yeah, yeah. clicking and talking about it. Yeah. But it's like you got like a million retweets. Oh, dude. <laughs> Gillette boosted from that or shit. Or like that uh, cologne that just came out called Sauvage. It basically means savage. It, and it's Johnny that? Depp like dancing around an Indian headdress. i never seen it. And it's like, it a couple weeks ago and it was called, it's called Sauvage which means savage and it's like you know everyone's going to freak out and click on this and go yeah. crazy but I'm sure He's wearing an Indian headdress? Indian headdress dancing around. They had to apologize. <laughs> And it's Johnny Depp. And like I'm sure everyone went to it, but it's I'm, I'm sure that's what they wanted. They wanted the traffic. Click and it bait, works. Baby. And it's like the media has committed, like we said before, that Donald Trump's a Nazi, the wall's Nazi, whatever, whatever. Mm. And the problem is the politicians are being led by the media, for the, like not the other way around. So now if you're a Democrat and they ask the question, if you cross the border, should it, should it be criminalized? Raise your hand if you think it shouldn't be. Everyone's like... You know, because you have to. Everyone else is doing it. Hey, should illegal right. immigrants have free health care? Yes or no? And everyone's like, it's like they have to do it or else they're the only one who's not progressive enough. But that's what I'm saying. So that's- it's like great for us because right. if you think that we shouldn't have people crossing the border blindly, we shouldn't give all these things to illegal immigrants when we have people on our own streets, veterans on our own streets who are homeless and suffering, then it's like now you're, you know, you're, you're a fascist, alt-right, psycho-Nazi. <laughs> 
It's like, cool, welcome to the club. And that's like, the name of the video, Fascist All Right, Psycho Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's with my channel, too, because it's like, I, I do it this way. I do the, the do-it-yourself style, the spoon mic, the normal outfits, just to show people that you don't have to be scared of the mob. I'm just a normal guy. You don't have to be scared of the mob. You can speak out, because then when they speak out, it makes it easier for other people to speak out, and then the terms that they call us don't work. They call a black mm -hmm. person a, a white supremacist. They'll call a Jewish person a Nazi. Mm -hmm. They'll call a gay person homophobic, and like that's the best way to defeat them is not be scared one-off people who are like standing up, getting shot, and you're down. No one else stands up. If you stand up, then you stand up, then you stand up. Now it's like, oh shit, our tactic against the right doesn't work anymore. Right, so right. So that's like with my channel. It's like, hey guys, I'm just a normal fat guy with a spoon mic stuffed in a shirt. Like, let me go talk to these people and see what they say. Oh, they're crazy. They make no sense. Like, you can do this too. And right. people are like, oh, like maybe it's not so bad out there. Like, maybe we shouldn't forfeit the narrative to the mob anymore. In here, we pour whiskey. whiskey. Hey, Whiskey Ginger fans. We all love to refresh our snack drawers. But when's the last time you refresh your sock drawer, huh? The socks and undies drawer. If you can't remember, it's time for an upgrade. I got to tell you, Bomba socks are made with comfort innovations like arch support, seamless toe, and a cushioned footbed. It is the best pair of socks I've ever owned. I swear on my life, they are so comfortable. When I first heard about them, I thought they were great. Uh, you know, they, they do a lot of good for the world. Um, Bombas is uh, a wonderful uh, new line of Monero wool socks that are super soft and warm. Moisture-wickening Monero wool. Oh, come on, man. Designed with Bombas Classic Comfort Features. Um, Bombas are definitely what feet dream about, I got to tell you. Uh, and for every pair that you buy, Bombas could donate a pair to someone in need, which I think is the biggest proponent for me to be uh, partnering with them because I think that's a good thing to do. You buy from Bombas, they give to someone that needs a pair of socks. Go ahead and buy your Bombas socks at bombas.com slash whiskey today and get 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash whiskey for 20% off. Bombas.com slash whiskey is the place to go. Get yourself Bombas socks. I swear to God, you will not regret it. These things are comfy for your feet, cease. Well, I think we should be having more conversations. I mean, that's literally why you came here. To, for, you know, I, I, I think we should just be having more conversation about 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 this world in general. The shutting down of it all is what bothers me. You went to UCLA one time and you were asking a kid who they were chanting, the police are Nazis or the police are, what is it? What were they saying? The police are the cops KKK. Cops and Klan go hand in hand. Yeah, cops and Klan go hand in hand. The I remember watching that clip over and over. It was like six black cops and I was like, I dare this kid to go say that to that cop's face. Yeah. Not out of, not not because like he'll fuck him up, but but he'll, 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 he'll really get, break that down. Like, do you know what that means? Do you know what that what means? What a horrible to, thing to say. What an awful thing. Regardless if that cop, if regardless if that if that black man was a cop, I'm saying you're yelling that at a man you don't know and you do you don't understand the depth of what you're really saying. It's yeah. like when a white kid says uh, uh, to a black guy, "Well, I'm blacker than him," you know, in their friendship circle, and it's like, "What? Are you out of your fucking? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about, yeah. dude? Have you are you alive? You're blacker than him." Like when somebody says something so grandiose and nonsensical, for some reason. Society tends to like be okay with it if it's uh, if it's like uh, behind a movement, and you're like, do you really know what you're saying? Because that's crazy talk. You're crazy. You're calling cops the KKK. They're there so you don't die. You're going to die without them. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, I don't. I, I, that that kind of stuff bothers me. So that's like I said. I think if lefties want to have, if leftists want to fucking protest, if righties want to protest, cool. Just have your fucking agenda in mind. Go there with your ideas solid instead of, which I guess I shouldn't promote that, otherwise you wouldn't have a fucking show. But the truth <laughs> is when people go to these things, 
and they're and they're promoting stuff that I know they don't know what they're talking about. It really does it bums you out. You're like, bro, fuck. Are you do you really know how crazy that is that you're behind that movement? Like someone, oh my God, some kids had um Ronald Reagan cutouts that were like, fuck Reagan, glad he's dead yeah. or whatever. And X is on his eye. dead. Oh man, it was such a crazy. You're like, what do you, do you know what you're saying? That's what I think. <laughs> yeah. I was like, do you know what you're saying? That's yeah. a, even if you didn't like his presidency, what are you promoting? What is your idea of what this is? What are you really saying? And I think like many times when there's moments of extremism, I say this in my standup, people don't know what they're really saying because they're so, you're so like, you're, you're filled with fucking you know, all this anger and hate or, or, or excitement for whatever that you kind of forget that you are not coming at it with the right ammunition, you know? Kathy Griffin with the head of Trump and, like, you know, her apologizing thereafter, you're like, did you not, did you think that was a fucking good idea? That's a crazy idea, dude. How, how about that production crew, the camera person, the assistant, everyone standing right. around, like, action. Like, one person wasn't, like... This is not a good idea. Yeah, it's a stupid idea. It's just, <laughs> this is, it might be even like illegal almost with the but president it, calling for a set. You're like, let's not. But it's just because her agenda is so um, aligned with extreme leftism, and she is, dude, that everything she promotes is so fuck Trump that you're like, take a minute to say why fuck Trump. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Don't sell beanies on your website that say fuck Trump uh, if you don't really know why fuck Trump. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I believe that for all fa- all sides, dude. Like, Fuck that thing for sure. Tell me why fuck that thing. Like yeah. then I'm cool with hearing your side of it. And even if I don't agree with it, at least fucking have a position instead of this thing is bad and this and I can't tell you why. I that's there's no validity there. Yeah. Right? It's like when somebody says fuck Los Angeles and every asshole across the United States goes like, LA sucks. You go, why? And they go, fucking stupid, dude. Why? <laughs> yeah. so, you know, so fuck everyone out there is Hollywood. Really? Do you know how many millions of people live in this place that aren't a part of Hollywood? You just see Hollywood because we gave you the fucking entertainment. Mm. But the rest of this city is not Hollywood. What are you talking about? But there, there is this idea that, like, you are allowed to be so heavy-handed with your opinion without any sort of idea of or why you feel that way. And that's I think that's a detriment for the future. It's like, I'm, I'm glad people are fucking expressing how they feel, but... Please know why, a li- like a little bit. Like, know why you don't like Trump. Yeah. And that's I'm down we- for people to hate things. Yeah, me too. Just be I, legit I want, about I your want, hate. I want everyone <laughs> to be open, and I wish it was easier for people on the right to speak out and express themselves. But that's like with my videos. Like, I, I really tried to, like, fracture the left in a nonviolent way where it's like the left and the right are like this. Yeah. They think it's down the middle. It's really not. The left is leftists and liberals. But the liberals and the right overlap in that they like America, they respect the Constitution, they're for free speech, they right. don't want censorship. That's right. And they're and they're pro America. They want America to to do well. Obama, I wasn't, I was, a, I was a fan, but I wasn't following it. But I always wanted him to do well. Even yeah. looking back now, at this point of view, I wanted Obama to do well. You well, know what I mean? You want almost every president to do well. He's flying the plane. <laughs> yeah, dude. But it's like if you ask the left, like they want Trump to fail. They want Trump's North Korea negotiations to fail. They want Trump to not get his wall. And then like we're having you know illegal immigration problems continued. Like they don't want him to succeed at the detriment of the entire plane. That That's he's pretty flying. fucking wild. Yeah. So it's like I just want to make the teams like, hey, you know, maybe the liberals and the leftists, you guys aren't on the same team, different teams, and then the right is a team. But it's like the the liberals and the right have more in common. 
than the liberals and the leftists do, but because it's left versus right politics and that's how it's framed, people don't really realize it. They think it's Republican versus Democrat. It's really not. It's really everyone against radical progressive psycho leftists. Right. They want what? Trump to fail. They want the economy to crash so he doesn't get elected. They want North Korea negotiations to fail and nuke somebody so Trump looks like an idiot. Like it, it's insane. They and want him to look like a fool. Yes, they want him to. They want him to foolishly fall on his face until they can, you know, get rid of him. Yeah. Uh, what in knowing what you what little you know about me? What do you think? What would you assume that I am? I think if we went down a list of things, we would agree on a lot of stuff. To the point where you'd be considered right wing by a lot. You're right wing, but I don't want to like blow you up on your podcast. No, no, no. You can. I'm asking your opinion <laughs> over what you. Yeah, think. you're definitely. Yeah. Like, if we went down a list of Trump's not that bad, like the thing I do, you would agree. Like, do you do you agree we have a border issue, right? We have an issue on the border. We have an immigration issue in this country, in but that, I think that's non-debatable. I think that's kind of a yeah. fact of our country, and, you, and it's a problem. Right, uh, it's a lot of money going to these people. A lot yeah, of resources. I mean, that's, that's a realistic thing. Okay, that's yeah. good. Um, you, would you agree the economy is doing better? Uh, that's the problem. GDP is up. I can't. I can't. I can't legitimately say yes or no because I'm a. I'm. I'm blind to that. Like I'm not. I'm ignorant. So okay. I, I unfortunately can't. I couldn't go. Yeah, it is or no. It's not. Because I'm not was... going to sit here and, and and argue with you about stuff I don't know okay, anything okay, about. That's because cool. I don't like when people go. No, it's not. It's like, well, prove it. And they're like, I don't know, fuck no. <laughs> like, I, if I don't know, uh, I can't tell you that. From my personal perspective, uh, I'm doing better. But that's a, that's yeah, a me that's thing. Trump. Yeah, that's but a me thing. It is yeah. kind of Trump in a way where it's like we're so divided that people are like really needing that outlet. Well, of- dude, I've, I've said this a thousand times. I, I, I think fucking uh, somewhere in, in a room, Lauren Michaels is writing like a thousand thank you letters to Donald Trump because it's like, the revitalization of Saturday Night Live and the entertainment specter of this, like, mocking Trump has, has, has given us so much money. It's like, it's like Trump's, Trump's election, uh, whether or not a lot of people in our business are, are very vocally left and out loud dislike Trump, oh, it's helped them so much. Do you know what I mean? Like, Chrissy Teigen tweets at the president, and they get into a war the other, you know, they get in this fight or whatever the fuck it is, and it's like, I know it's because she doesn't like him and his policy, blah, blah, blah. But it's also like, man, that boosts you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it boosts, it boosts you in our business. Like the more, um, the more hate you show publicly towards Trump in our business, you get kind of these like little notch boosts. You know what I mean? Like, you know, there is a comedian who shitted on fucking Chappelle in the, in the Huffington Post not too long ago. And he got a little kick. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like an artificial rewarding though, where yes. it's like, it's not real. It's like putting the fat person in the Calvin Klein underwear and being like, yeah, this is beautiful. And everyone's like, yes, that's beautiful, right? And everyone's like, yeah, that's beautiful. But like deep down, it's like a, like a, a very overweight person is less attractive than a normal-sized person. But we have to pretend. Depends like, on yes, who you ask. A, yeah, yes, it does. Because <laughs> I think you're a babe, dude. Yeah, I know. And you're a big yeah. guy. Person of size is what we go by. <laughs> Person of size, person is that size, your preferred yeah, term? That's, preferred pronoun is that's size. funny. P- you're a POS. You're a person of size. Uh, you're a real POS, dude. POS. Know that. You're a real POS. No, uh, but I, I think so. You oh, know. Let's go back to what we we're saying. Yeah. Um, so you're against censorship, right? You don't think anyone should be censored unless they're calling for violence or breaking the Constitution. Unless you are calling for uh, a physical violent action, right? Unless you're like organizing militias in war, unless you're trying to call. Cool. Yes. Then, uh, that's, you think yes, Facebook and the big tech companies, Twitter, Google, everything, YouTube, they should be equally fair and apply their rules across the board equally? Uh, I'm a little bit – I'm confused about what you mean. Like – 
the there's some people on the left that get censored, but the right is getting censored, and it's easier to get flagged as like a hate channel or like right. My buddy Andrew Schultz got a thing called shadow ban. Do you know shadow what that ban, is? Of course, shadow ban so is a big. It's easier thing. to get shadow ban on the right if you include non controversial things like MAGA, build the wall, lock her up. Even if you Hillary. talk about it. If, right. if you're doing like those hashtags, you'll get shadow banned, mm. even though the shadow ban isn't like fuck this group of people or kill this group of people. You're just talking you're about just talking the talking about like, and that's like MAGA stuff, like hashtag build the wall. It's like that became like a hate thing and associated with certain groups. Now you're getting shadow banned. The left doesn't really have that. I don't really know too many situations where people on the left are getting censored or shadow banned. So it's like you're against that. You want people to be equally treated across the board. Yeah, I, well, I think the rules equally. should always apply to everybody. I don't think there should be like a loophole that you get away with something that I can't get away with. You know what yeah. I mean? I think we, we should be judged on an equal plane if it's if that's the fucking rules of the thing that we've I, I agreed totally upon. I totally agree. Yeah. I totally agree. And a lot of times these tech companies, there's just a few people inside that just like take a channel and go boop. Yeah. Now that channel's fucked for a while. Well, because, well, to be to be fair, to play devil's advocate, even though of course I think that's fucked up, as an as an intelligent human, I know well that's agenda, that's corporate agenda, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm being a part of if I'm a part of a big of a platform like YouTube or Vimeo or whatever, if I'm using their services, um, I am aware, I'm 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 alive enough to know well they've got their fucking agenda too, and if I don't align with their agenda, and at some point they want to push me out because they don't agree with one thing I've said or someone I've interviewed then that's the way it goes. Do I agree with it? No, but I do know that that happens. I'm not stupid enough to think that it doesn't, right? It's like saying, it's like saying, um, you know, it, it's my problem with fucking, uh, again, I'm not in support of that. I think that's fucked up, but, I'm, but I also am not a moron. Like I know what goes on in the real world. Like I know how people fucking organize the, the, the way that they can promote things. I know how, you know, Nike uh, cries, you know, cries for, for Kaepernick, Kaepernick ads and then they still have slave labor. You know, you're like, exactly. you're like, oh, you're really, I, everyone has their secret agenda regardless. So that's my point is this is such a grand thing to talk about. It's hard to get down to the micro because every major corporation has a bigger agenda than, than we could even attach ourselves to. So when this stuff does happen, it's almost like it's our goal. It's our job to talk shit about it, to bring awareness to it, to be like, do you guys know that they're doing this? Like my boy Schultz, pushed it around the internet constantly. I'm being shadow banned. Then Whitney Cummings, I'm being shadow banned. I'm being shadow banned. Whitney Cummings is like a pretty out loud, uh, I would say left-leaning, but very uh, um, fair uh, political criticizer, right? Like Mm -hmm. she shits on, pretty much she's very good at shitting on everyone, but is a little bit more left-leaning traditionally. She got shadow banned, you know, and she was talking about it heavily on Twitter. What What happened three days later? Boop, she's at the top again of Instagram. It's just like I know that I know that they're doing that. I'm not going to pretend that that's not happening, but I just don't know. Like, I don't know how to fix it. I don't know how to control. It. How could you control that? Making our own platforms? Yeah, it's good luck. Really, it's it's impossible. Well, so that's why this is important. That's that, why it's not like uh, they're a private company; they can do whatever they want. It almost has to be seen as like a human right to have social media. It sounds crazy, but that's the new public square. But it should no. It doesn't sound crazy because it's just another a, a way to have your voice, right? Exactly. So this, I should be free to have my voice to talk to somebody uh, about anything. I should be able to fucking talk to you about things we agree on, things we disagree on, and have a, a, a public way to have that be consumed, whether or not you want to listen to it or not. Well, you don't have to. No one's yeah. fucking putting on headphones for you every day and be like, you have to listen yeah, to Flacus. Exactly. And it's like. I think that, that that's my, you know, that's my issues with 
this idea of getting rid of certain kinds of speech. You know, Canada with this whole you get arrested for hate speech or whatever yeah. the fuck it is. It's like I, that's the most absurdist nonsense bullshit, and I'm glad to be a fucking American because you're like, you can't tell me what I can't say unless, of course, I'm saying murder flaccus. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? If I'm, promo- if I'm sitting on my YouTube page being like, I want, I want people to organize and go kill. Well, yeah, dude. Then that's, a, that, that's yeah. fucking absurd. But if I'm saying, oh, I, I fucking don't like Fleckus and I hate this thing about him and I disagree with him, that's a legal right that you mm-hmm. should be able to do that. You should, everyone should have that ability. And it scares me to think that that's somewhat secretly in jeopardy. I, I, that scares me that I'm like, you're telling me yeah. I'm not allowed to think and feel my organic feelings? Like, you know, I said this before. This goes back to the fucking Louis C.K. thing, and I don't want to go over it the thousandth time, but like people hate what he said in that leaked set. And it's like, you can hate Louis C.K. because of um, what happened, whether or not you actually know the real story or not. That's fine. You can hate him. Uh, you're allowed to dislike people because of whatever. You know, you could be like, I don't like Marshawn Lynch because of blah, blah, blah. So I don't like him as a football player. It's like, your choice, dude, whatever. But to say that he cannot, like, to shut him, like, be like, we can't have this kind of person saying these things. It's like, well, he's just saying a joke that you don't like. That's not, he's not violating human right laws. He's not taking away something from you. He's just saying some shit that you don't agree with. It's not funny. Okay, well, it's not funny to you then. Mm-hmm. That's, that's just the end of it for me. You don't, you just, you have to be able to do and say things that are your way of thinking and being and acting and we have to be okay with it. America is okay with the KKK having rallies. I mean, I'm not saying they're they're all cool with it, but it America's okay with people legally having rallies and protesting, yeah. right? Yeah. We, we we are. That's something that we and go. That's a good thing to be able. You, no matter it, what your views right. are. It, and even though I fucking loathe the KKK, I think they're pieces of shit human beings. I think they're fucking. Ter- if they want to have their little group get-togethers, mm-hmm. that's their legal right to get their group get-togethers until they push those boundaries of like. Let's go X, Y, Z together. Yeah. Right. When you start doing that shit, but if you want to be a fucking ignorant racist moron, sadly, you have the unfortunate right to do so. I and think you'll you're have a piece 10 of shit. times as many people there opposing them, which is great too. Yeah, They're, you should. And, th- and that should great. be legal too. You should protest and the fucking the free shit market out of market of like, where does this town stand on KKK? You have 13 guys in a park and you have 1,300 people over here saying, get the fuck out of here. You're not welcome. And that's a good thing. Good. Yeah, that's a good. That's the balance of America. But I think that like, there, there is such an agenda on the politics side. Is, I mean, on the media side, everything is kind of left leaning where it's like Alex Jones or Gavin McGinnis or Milo get kicked off of all these platforms. Like Alex Jones gets kicked off of a platform for saying some things a few years ago. But it's like, what about Rachel Maddow, who's been saying that Russia and Trump colluded in 2016 and divided the whole country for years every day talking about that? What about the wars the media has gotten the the public like okay with and involved in? Like they don't have any, you know. There's no check down. There's no check down. Yeah, there's no there's check down. No, right, hey, right. You know, Rachel Maddow, you said Trump was a Russian agent for two years and it was wrong. You're off the air. Huh. But Alex Jones says something that's, you know, taken out of context, but also not good. But and let's be fair. He's done. Alex is wild. Alex is wild, but Alex he's is wild. About a lot of stuff. I know, I know. He's but he's bonkers, bro. Like that motherfucker, he makes he's like a he is a comedy. He's, he is a, a, he's brilliantly entertaining. He is a comedy. He's so funny. So annoying. He is a comedy enigma. He's a weirdo psycho. I mean, he says it. He's like, I'm fucking crazy, man. I'm fucking out of my fucking mind. <laughs> not gonna lie. Kind of retarded. Uh, yeah, he's out of his fucking mind, dude. That dude's out of his fucking mind. But anyway, but he was right about. But the I know what you're saying. Selling the I, I know. body parts. I came out this week. He said that five years ago. Well, he said a lot of he said he said a lot of crazy things that people um, uh, hate to uh, admit. Like he talked about the um, frogs turning gay. Yeah, yeah, the frogs, the uh, the sheep. No, he talked about the um, 
uh, uh, the YouTube, the president of YouTube, they have that audio of that, that of uh, or one of the, I think it's YouTube, that had said that they wanted to shut down Ben Shapiro. It was this private leaked audio, and she was like, oh, you locked down Alex Jones. And she was like, yeah, we'd love to take down Ben Shapiro. And she's like, I know I hate that piece of shit, but, like, he doesn't violate, you know? And it's crazy to hear that because you're like, yeah, again, like we talked about, there are sub-agendas to every major corporation. I don't care who it is. I don't care what it is. They all have their own little agendas for business and progress and also would, for political alignment. Would you agree that they're mostly uh, 9 out of 10, more maybe, 99 out of 100 are left-leaning or lean to the political left? I can't uh, name I, one corporation that does that for the right. And it's not even, not even Fox News. I mean, I don't know. I mean, again, that's a that's a that's a huge thing to, for me to say. I would just that's that's big. That's that's a grand statement. I would say a lot of the corporations that we come into contact with on our daily basis um, tend to side more with a left agenda. But that's I feel like that's just that's something called Sullivan's or O'Sullivan's law. I think it's basically like the right. People on the right who own companies won't discriminate when they hire. They'll hire right and left. People on the left, when they hire, um, really only want to hire left-leaning people. And that's why the companies who are owned by right-leaning people tend to drift left over time. Well, and how, well, uh, but also at the same time, a lot of companies like where I come from in the Midwest, you know, you don't talk about that stuff. Like yeah. politics and religion, um, you shut your fucking nice. mouth. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's, I think there is a, there, I think that happens more than anything. That's why I can't comment about how I many like companies. I like tech and media. Whatever I know what you're consuming I, every I know day. what you're saying. But again, like, like I said before, I, I always will go, I don't know, or I'll, I'm ignorant to it. So I can't, that's too hard for me to be like, this is, I know my specifics, but like I know. You know, I know in the Midwest where I come from, McDonald's is a massive fucking corporation and their headquarters is out in Chicago. And there are a lot of people that we've known that are family friends that have worked for that fucking massive company. And a lot of them are left and a lot of them are right. And they're allowed to be. And that's just how it is. And their ideas may not align with the company's public ideas, but that's just the working systems of the world. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like that's it's the way it goes. It's the way it should go is, oh, you're a Democrat. Oh, you're a Republican. I didn't know. You just work at my company and it doesn't fucking matter to me yeah. because you come here and do your fucking job. Yeah. Come here. Work at the poison food factory. Yeah. Don't talk about politics <laughs> that's right. or religion. That's right. That's right. Billions and billions. By the served. way, dude, I, I had some poison the other day. I had some McDonald's. Dude, I hadn't had McDonald's in the longest time. What's your go-to? What's uh, your go-to order? Well, dude, I haven't had it in years, right? So, because I, I stopped eating, uh, like I, I, I'm a meat eater. I love meat, but I stopped eating like fast food meat because I was like, I just never felt good. I was always like, I don't feel good. Like I'd rather just go get my own burger and cook it myself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and it would make me feel like shit for real. And also because I would fucking order fifty things. You know what I mean? It's not just one burger. I'm yeah. having nuggets. I'm having burgers. I'm having a shake. I'm having, like, I don't stop. It's not like, yeah. and then you know, that's the problem I feel like with fast food truly for me is like, I can't, it's not like I'm like, fast food is bad. You should, no one should have it. It's like, whatever, dude, everything, breathing in Los Angeles air is fucking probably ju- just as bad. But, mm-hmm. you know, uh, my problem is consu- I want all of it. But my go-to for years was I'd get a Big Mac, uh, large fry, nuggets, and Coke because Coke from McDonald's is is drugs it's heroin it's sex it's everything mm-hmm. that you ever thought was going to be delicious is the coke from there so yeah big mac nuggets fries and a coke is my like that's my exact thing too um but yeah. diet coke believe it or not diet coke. some still, people yeah. just like the flavor I like the flavor more. I mean, it hurts my teeth when i do this too much sugar yeah, yeah i just love a good old-fashioned health coke. conscious decision by me no but, who yeah. fucking cares whatever but i have been ordering a lot of nuggets lately and you're yeah, nugget king huh I'm a nugget king big mac guy I actually had a Big Mac on the way. I drove um, from uh, 
Tulsa to LA a couple months ago, and yeah. I had that's where ro- that's where McDonald's happens on road trips. Yeah, by the way, exactly. Yeah. And I had a uh, Big Mac, and they forgot to put the cheese on it. And it kind of just like ruined every Big Mac going forward. For some I'd be reason. so mad, I'd be so I'd burn that McDonald's to the ground. Yeah, it was, that was, but I'll have the poison once in a while. I mean, I, who cares? I fucking dude. I had a yeah. I had uh, Big Mac with bacon. I never had it with bacon, and I was like, oh shit, this is like. Top notch shit. I felt so <laughs> fucking good, dude. I unbuttoned my pants. I was sitting in this room. I, I had missed the dinner that they had on set, and everybody was like, "How good was that fucking McDonald's?" I'm like, "You know exactly how good it was. It's as good so as it's good. always gonna be, man. Yeah. It, it's the same when I was a kid as it is now. It feels fucking. Um, I hate when people are like, "I don't eat fast food. It's trash." You're like, "All right, don't make me feel bad for liking some shit yeah. once in a while." I don't. Fu- I don't fucking talk shit about the things that you do. I don't shit on people that don't eat meat or ha- eat gluten or whatever the f- trend is. It's like, you do you. I'm still allowed to do whatever the fuck I want. You know, like, let me still eat my little shit meal once in a while. That's why, that's why we're America. We can eat our shit meal and have good conversation about fucking nonsense, you know? Yeah. At the end of the day, um, what do you think, what's a good summation of what you think would fix tensions? What would, what would help Hardcore lovers and haters of Trump gain a little bit more ground. Trump's not that bad. Trump's not right. Yeah, Trump's you're, not yeah, that your bad. Promotion, That's right. like exactly what I've been doing lately. Because in the beginning, it, you know, we had to, there was a little bit of a fight. The people in the streets were crazy. We had to show them that they're crazy and whatever. But now it's like, all right, cool. Let's all, let's all come together around something. Let's all agree that the media on both sides is manipulating people and huh. trying to scare us. They want us in chaos and confusion. They want us in like darkness. They want us to be scared and look to them to. For Do you direction. think they've always done that? I think they. The media's done a pretty good job of, of fear and threat. I think in the last few years, in the last few years, I don't know what it was. In the last like 10 years, maybe since 9 11, the last 20 years, things have just really changed. Where like 10 years ago, you'll see Chuck Schumer being like, don't call them undocumented. Call them illegal immigrants. We need a wall. We can't afford it. It's horrible to employ these people. We need to blah, blah, blah. And then like six years later, he's like, oh, Trump's racist for wanting a wall. And like Obama voted for a wall. Hillary voted for a wall at some point in history. I mean, like 10 years ago. But all of a sudden, like it became this PC activism journalism. So journalism left like being objective. There used to be a rule in the news where you have to do at least 10 minutes of the other side. That got taken out. Mm. News became 24-hour news cycle activism, journalism, clickbait, manipulate, scare everybody. Oh, my God, Trump's going to end the world today because of this. Oh, my God, you're going to die tomorrow because of Trump because of this. And they just, like, completely changed the news cycle in, like, a satanic way. I think it's very satanic, if you ask me. And it's just, like, (laughs) now they want people to submit and be afraid. And I think people are. And they are. Yeah, well, that's the problem is you're preying on. Because it's like, look what's going to happen. Trump's going to win again in 2020. It's like six more years. So I've talked about that on stage. Um and people boo me, and uh, I say, I, I am not, I'm not, I'm not why Trump's going to get elected. I'm not up here saying I'm voting for Trump. I'm telling you a fact, which is what I love doing. I go, this guy has the highest likelihood of winning again, and people hate me, and I'm like, dude, I didn't put him in office. I'm just telling you, statistically, most of our presidents go twice anyway, before any other fact that you take into consideration about who he's running against, who the competition may be, what the numbers are looking like. Go to just like the the most bland, nonsensical fact is most presidents that serve one tend to serve two. That's just the way mm-hmm. our country works. So I was like, just look at it like that to begin with. And then you can get into the other 
statistical numbers over his approval rating versus who's in the running and the from the from the Democrat side. And people get mad at me, but I think it's funny because I'm like, dude, do you have, you you're skipping over pertinent information that like our country tends to have a lot of patterns. We do this a lot with a lot of things, in fact, mm-hmm. where we tend to give things other tries, second chances, other goes, uh, or we like things the way they are. For a country that that is trying to push you know, this democratic narrative on the news, you're like, most of these people are conservative in the idea that they don't really want that much change. In the idea that the majority of the country, even if you're a lefty, uh, a lot of lefties don't want that much change. They, You kind of like things to stay a little bit steady the way they are. Even in this fact where they're like, oh, I fucking hate Trump. And it's like, well, then maybe you want more of them to hate for the next fucking four years. Yeah, like, like ironically, that. maybe they but want then, more. But the left has gone so far that it's like... Oh, the world's going to end in 11 years because of climate change. We need $93 yeah. trillion. Yeah. Don't you hope it does, though? Let's get rid of this it's fucking like, place. Yeah, I don't want to be around yeah, anymore. Yeah, let's fucking party. <laughs> I'm not paying student loan debt. I'm not doing this. I'm not going to work a real job. I'm just going to do whatever I want for 11 I've, years. I've said this. Uh, we've had this discussion. We had this with a couple of friends the other night. Uh, you know, it's like, uh, do I think climate change... Um, uh, do I think the climate has changed on the earth? Yeah. Well, this is a rock in outer space that has no pattern. That I mean, actually, we do have a pattern, but as far as hurtling through the universe... Um, Ripping. We, we just, there, there's no idea. There's no... There's no um, this is supposed to happen. Uh, this is the first time we've ever been on this thing. It's millions of years old. Um, what's to say that this isn't the earth being like, I need to regenerate. I'm going to kill all these things soon, and that's just how it has to go. Because, you know... It was frozen for a long time. It rained for like a thousand years. Do you like yeah. this has gone through dramatic change? And, and then we assume that we are the that's how that's how me, me, me humans are, that we're like, it's it's about us. We did this, we need to fix it. And you're like, don't you also know that this thing has a thing of its own? It does everything yeah. on its own. You know that, right? Like it's been around <laughs> for billions of years now. It's gonna end in 20, 2028. And by the way, it, it, let's just say it did. <laughs> then that would be almost kismet. Don't you think that it's like it did that on earth? Because it was our time. Maybe that's a universal thing. Now I'm getting philosophical, but like perhaps human existence was only supposed to become this far and go to this point and then that's it. Like maybe that's the world. And someone's like- Maybe the earth will cure its cancer. Yeah, we're (laughs) it, dude. Get us off of this motherfucker. Get us off. I I believe that's the one thing that I think is the most uh, probably nonpartisan viewpoint I have about global warming is when someone's like, do you believe in it? And I'm like, I guess- Maybe sure. If you tell me climate has changed and we've 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 gone up and down, and there's scientific research and evidence to prove it, sure. I don't attribute that directly to human beings. I think there's yeah. a million factors that aren't even being talked about. Like we're in fucking outer space on a rock that makes no sense. Like yeah. people are looking at this like it's a very finite, obvious thing that you can talk about. It's like saying like why my engine light came on. You're like, well, because you put in the wrong fucking oil. It's like yeah, yeah. no, no, no. That's we're not a car, dude. This is a stone. It, the, the, this is so nonsense that we're even on this thing that unfortunately I think this might be the fucking end do I think that we should do our part to help the universe yeah I'm not gonna sit here and be like not worried about environment being conscious about helping out like littering is gross don't be a pig don't be a piece of shit also there's a billion people in India the pollution is higher than ever right now uh, what are you? What are you gonna do? Yeah, China follows none of the rules. Yeah, like so. So, what do you think? We're a three hundred and fifty million person country. Like, there's seven billion more humans. I don't know why. I, like, America does this weird trick where they're like, "It's us," and it is yeah. part of our detriment to be like, "It's all about us." You're like, not really. I mean, we're not shit. The globe is huge. I don't know what you want me to tell you, but like. 
we're not going to be the catalyst for like everything solving itself. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't buy that. Like you can tell me that we can be better as humans in our consumption, in our exposition, in our, in, in everything. Yeah. Okay. Totally, cool. I'm, I'm down to like improve life. I think that's, that's human to be like, let's, let's, let me be a better person. Let me be nicer to people. Let me be more conscious, more thoughtful. Let me, get, let me obtain more information. Yeah. Do all these things. Let me be better as a thing, but also don't fucking yell at me outside of Trader Joe's <laughs> because I'm using plastic. Yeah, you know, like cut exactly. it the fuck out. What, the, what, what are you out of your fucking mind? Like exactly the plastic bag being illegal. That's like a perfect example of it where it's like, oh yeah, let's make the plastic bags illegal because we want to save the planet. Okay, cool. Now all the homeless people take dumps on the street because they used to dump in the <laughs> plastic, plastic bag. bags. That's so funny. And now it's like, uh, oh, give them, no, give like, them the shit bags, dude. <laughs> give them shit bags. Meanwhile, I have friends that don't even pick up their dog poop. Yeah. You know, and you know who the fuck you are. I'm so mad. We've had this discussion. Multiple friends of mine are like, I don't do it. I'm like, really? You're a fucking asshole. And they're like, why? It's fertilizer. I'm like, yeah, but I'm going to step in it. Like, I'm, I'm bound to step in that shit. Now I have poop on my shoe that goes in my car, that goes in my house. Uh, I, I stepped in human shit in downtown. I used to live in Skid Row area. You did. And I, I stepped in human shit in, my, in Jordans. I just threw them away. It was like, fuck it. Yeah, I had fuck to. It. I had to. I can't clean these, dude. I was like, I'll, I'll never recover from this. Yeah, poop is what, permanent. What do I do? Like, go like into like a like a sink in my kitchen and start like. No, you know what's so funny? I, was, I, throw them I So the I had shit on my shoes, and they were my favorite new running shoes. And I um, bought a toothbrush, bought like a ninety-nine cent toothbrush at CVS, and I went out to the hose, and I was hosing my shoe, and I was like toothbrushing shit out of my fucking shoe. And at some point, my feelings were hurt so bad by doing this that I was like. I just, this is not, I, this is ridiculous. Like, I'll just, this is so dumb that I'm poop cleaning. I'm never going to get all the poop out of the crevices. There's just poop layered in the fucking, the, the, yeah. all like the. And every time you look at the shoe. Like so the I gave him my friend. Like, I gave yeah. him my buddy. <laughs> <laughs> away. I gave him my shit shoes. I'm not going to throw them away. I gave them away. But anyway, um, but I think like uh, I could talk to you for hours and hours. I mean, the, the, my, you know, this is what I think gains us ground as human beings is like, you know, we don't necessarily agree on everything. We don't have the same viewpoint, you know? Like, I'm not a Trump lover. Um, would you agree he's not that bad? I would agree as that... The media, he, as bad as the media says? Well, I don't think the me- I don't think anything is what the media says. That's my problem. That's a more grand do, statement. Do you hope he does well? Um, I hope our country doesn't get into... F- I, I don't want our president to fail. That's an absurdist you hope, thing. You hope he, we yeah. avoid war. You hope we improve the economy. Yeah, I don't want to get fucking... I don't want to start a war. But cool. I, also th- I also don't want... Um, I don't want success at the detriment of uh, I don't want success of our country at the detriment to things that we care about, right? Like I don't on, on on either side. I don't want things to get better for one party to make it worse for someone else. Uh, that is a nonsense utopian idealist idyllic world of like I want everyone to be happy. I don't I don't think that's really possible, but I want a I want a better balance of the world. I think my focus is more like I want more people to stop throwing stones at each other. Because we're killing, I think we're hurting ourselves more. Yeah. You did this, you're condemned, you're canceled from life. It's like, really? Is that how you really want to be because politically you don't agree with certain things? Because politics tends to be the root of all these cancellations of human beings. It's like, you're canceled, and outside of the entertainment industry, you know, it's like people get canceled, called out, people get thrust into a negative viewpoint because people tend to not agree with them in some way, or they don't like the way that they live. It's like, that's silly. <laughs> we have to live amongst each other. If you're not violating law, which I am adamant about, you know, like mm-hmm. in the Me Too movement, hey, if you're fucking 
sexually abusing women, if you're physically abusing women sexually and you're violating law, prosecutable law, where I can take you to court, okay, then fuck you. You're a piece of shit. Let's, let's do process. But if you're not, if, if, you, if you have been accused of saying something brash to a woman that's disgusting and incorrect, come on. I don't think you should be canceled and go to fucking uh, social jail for that. I think there should be an examination of who you are. I think we should have conversation about what is crossing a line, what's inappropriate. But I don't think you should lose your life because of language. I don't believe in that. Mm-hmm. I think that's absurd. I think that's the most anti-American thing I've ever heard. He said, my tits look nice. Throw him in, throw him out forever. It's like, well, let's talk to him about why he thinks your tits are nice. Yeah, <laughs> Like exactly. let's, let's see why he approached it from that perspective. It may, be, it may be a little incorrect of him to say that out loud. That may be wrong and stupid. Well, let's teach people instead of fucking burning people. He, that's the irony that I find is like publicly like a lot of a lot of left left leaning people are against the death death penalty, right? Well, how come you're so okay with just leveling someone's life then? Don't you isn't the whole idea to get rid of the death penalty from the left perspective so talk and learn to the, learn from these people? Talk to a serial killer. Let's find out why they are the way they are. Let's 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 find out the let's find out their social cognitive uh, theories over why they are a rapist or murderers or whatever, right? You want to dissect that. Well, why don't you do that for people that fuck up on human scales, that say the wrong thing, that that did something inappropriate? It's like, you don't want to talk to these people? You didn't want to kill that guy because he fucking killed somebody, but you don't want to talk to someone because he thinks differently or his world viewpoint is different than yours? To me, it does, that's the parallel. It's like, you you shouldn't, you shouldn't cancel and shut humans down and write them off just because they are they didn't do what you agree with or they or they did did a violation of what you think human laws are social laws whatever whatever that may be you know mm-hmm. I'm I'm a dude I believe I believe if you violate law we need to prosecute you you steal from me we should prosecute you you know what I mean like you kill you hurt you violate the laws that we have in place let's fucking prosecute if you're guilty you're guilty if you're innocent you're innocent but when it comes to like the this world over like, you know, like Canada saying, saying hate speech or what you can and cannot say can get you prosecuted. That's, that's, that is a scary, fucked up, insane thing to me. That's, that's crazy talk. Yeah. That's, I, to- I, I totally agree. That's, that's, that's on some fascist bullshit. Like that's fucking, the term fascism gets thrown around. It's like you throwing people fucking in jail because of words. That sounds like yeah, fascism, dude. Post. That's bananas. You can't yeah. go to prison for words is weird. Like, Unless those words are kill these humans and... <laughs> and it's like they do it in Europe, too, where people, like, complain about um, the migrants that are coming into these countries and there's, like, more rapes, there's more crimes, and they complain and they go get arrested. And it's like, but what about the rapes and the crimes? Right, right, right. Oh, yeah, it's they like, get arrested for saying it. You're saying so you're, you're getting right. arrested for saying, like, hey, like, these guys came over here and they have right. no papers and, like, at night they do horrible things in the streets and they're living on the ground and there's trash everywhere and they're kind of destroying our city... This is fucked up. And they're like, oh, you're under arrest for being insensitive and mean and whatever the ism they call you. But it's like, so I'm not allowed to say that. That's going to keep happening. It's going to keep getting worse. And I think like, Europe's toast because of that, basically. Well, Europe's got its, uh, t- too many Europe's issues. Toast. Uh, yeah. Europe's toast. A lot of issues, dude. Europe is, I mean, uh, we can't, Brexit will take us another three hours to get through. I'm glad that you have that, that point of view. And that's great. And I think that's kind of rare in Hollywood. I think people are kind of more into the cancel stuff. Well, I think I think you'd find it more in, in the in the comedic universe, like in, in the yeah. com- in comedians and people that our job is to talk for a living and speak our mind for a living. It's like, um, you know, 
I think there's a lot more people that align with this belief system and more of us are more vocally adamant about it now to be like, no, I mean, I'm being a little fucking heavy headed, but I, I think it's just logic at some point. You're like, this is logic, dude. It's not, this isn't that dynamic. I think if you violate law, we prosecute you because that's what we've done for years. And if it's not a violation of law, then we should have a cultural examination of something. I just feel like that seems pretty basic on Mm -hmm. a very like humanistic level, just like this, just like what you do for your, your job is like, you go talk to people that disagree with you. Okay. Well, that's, that's literally what I think we have to do to reach some sort of like common ground again, to feel like, oh, we can all kind of kick it and feel differently. And it's not, they don't come to Thanksgiving anymore. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's a silly idea, dude. These are still like, we still have to talk about stuff. We still have, that's, that's how, that's how humans will progress. We'll go backwards if we're starting to segregate again. You know what I mean? Like, and that's becoming a new theme. Like, you know, like people want segregation and I'm like, well, what? Yeah. You want to fucking you want to go backwards? What if we had a graduation just for black people and then one just for white people and kind of and it's like that's how progressive you are. You're it's so like, like we used to do that, remember? <laughs> and you hated that? Remember when that was wrong? Like what the fuck? Yeah. Segregation is our fu- that is our enemy, dude. And segregation of political beliefs, of race, of class, of uh, of 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 your morals, your way of life. Like when you start to segregate groups and and then you only associate with those groups that's when we're fucked as humans. We're fucked when you can't talk to people from other sides of the fence. You are fucked. Because guess yeah. what? That's not how it works when you grow up. I think that's the other problem that, that I find is like when you're young and you kind of are so staunch in your belief system, you're like, that's fine. But when you become an adult, my neighbors, okay, we may all disagree on a lot of stuff. He could love Trump. He could hate Trump. She could hate Trump. She could love Trump. We still have to live amongst one another and, have, and be humans to each other, Right? That, to me, is the basis of all this shit. And when you grow up, you have to learn to interact with people in the real world who don't think like you think. That's just living like a fucking human adult in America. And the more that I think we can kind of get to this place of, like, we can have good conversation and we can talk shit and we've had some laughs. It's like, you can get there. We're going to be better people, I fucking hope. Or we're dead. And I think it's going to be through comedy entertainment, like you said before. That's, like, going to be the key that everyone can kind of, like, ease into the conversation like I was, I had, I was working at like a day player, just doing like a PA, a production assistant job, and I was working with this guy Eddie, good friend, like one of my best friends at the time, and he was a DACA kid um, from Guatemala, really nice kid, and we would like make make jokes with each other. He'd make fun of me for being white. I'd call him. Um, I, he said, I, we used to listen to Pitbull on the radio, so I call him Kaye Ocho. <laughs> and in the beginning, he was like, "Oh, you can't call me that. That's racist." I'm like, "No, it's not, dude." Like. Me making fun of you for being Guatemalan, or you making fun of me for being Italian or fat or whatever, it's like that means you see me as an equal yeah. and you're kind of like throwing a jab. And yeah. you know I can take it because I'm don't I don't see it as punching down. But the left has made those kind of jokes like racist and sexist. You can't say it. And it's almost like if I do make fun of you for your race or your sexuality, it's because I see you as an equal and I'm messing around. If you tell me it's because I'm here and this person's here and I'm going like that and punching down to him. Then, like, you ruin comedy and you can't connect anymore. Right. Like, oh, I'm not allowed to say that. So, like, I have, have to just be, hello, Eddie, you know, see you at work today. I can't mess around with you because I'm scared of being called racist because I'm here and you're here. And it's like, that's how I think comedy got ruined in a way. Not Obviously not all the way, but, like, it kind of got ruined where we're, like, not able to connect with each other like we used to because now there's, like, this privileged totem pole. See, I find, I know what you're saying, but I also find, I find that it's, um, it's still the same as it always was. It's just people are more sly about the way they go about it, right? 
I still make fun of my friends if we still shit on each other the way that we, we always have, the people that don't look like me. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like every black or Asian or brown friend that I have, we all still talk the same shit. It just, we're just, you're quieter about it. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like that's just the truth. I think the, I think the entire country still jokes the same way they've always joked. I just think um, people are just, it's more inside of your house than it used to be. You know what I mean? And again, I'm not talking about ignorant, bad, shitty, racist jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking friends being friends because I don't think comedy is at risk of dying. It will only get stronger as times get more. Listen, dude, as times get worse, comedy always gets stronger. That's literally how it works. You know what I mean? Ask mm-hmm. the baby boomers about what their parents lived through. You know, when we came home from war, when 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 America was is victorious, it's this time of like flash and entertainment and song and everyone's excited but when there when there isn't a lot of like internal struggle in the united states comedy tends to have this weird lull when we start to go through major social problems comedy booms baby you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. the revolution of comedy always happens when america is up against the wall so oddly enough for what it's worth like i love it when there's a lot of problems in america because i got something to joke about you know like we have something to talk shit about. I get someone to fuck with, you know? Yeah. If everything is happy-go-lucky, comedy doesn't exist. And I think the beauty of comedy is, like, we get to shit on how fucking insane this is. Yeah. I would dread living in a perfect world. Yeah, yeah. That's nothing would be funny anymore, dude. You'd be fucking, be fucking boring as shit. There'd be nothing, there'd be nothing for us to hold on to. There's something beautiful about combative sides of our of our world like it's nice that we don't all agree that's what's funny about comedy it's funny when i go to japan and they laugh at me and they point because they orange is really (laughs) rare that's funny dude it's beautiful we're different they're not saying kill this man they're saying he is a weird you look like this tree you know this guy he kept saying i look like a tree i look like there was this orange blossom tree he's like his he says you look like the tree we laughed I did look like the fucking tree. Yeah, yeah you know what I mean? Like, like people, I, they, they want to connect. That's how you bond. That's how you bond. Yes. That's how you connect and come together. And if you don't get discouraged by, like, the child-sacrificing, devil-worshipping pedophiles, you'll come together and you'll be friends again. <laughs> right. And if you listen to every, the other people, then you, they want you divided and scared. Yeah, see? We did this well. I feel like we this was very good. I can't wait to see what people say about this. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. If you're writing negative comments, I didn't say anything. That no, crazy, no. You right? know, well, well. You know what's so funny like, what? is what no. Did my, I say that was really that. Outrageous. My fans tend to be, um, like I said, you know, like I, I, they tend to be, just. I hate to. I don't like a label. I don't like to say I'm down the middle, um, because I, I think that also is a cheap. Co- uh, but. I like to just think I have a delicate balance of I like some things on the right, I like some things on the left. I'm just a human who dissects things. I take them, I take them, I, I, or I, I decide, I disseminate whether or not I agree with them, and then I move forward. I don't always go, this is how I am, that is how I am. I just, I don't know how people live it like that. It has to be case by case. It's case by case for me, yes. And I, and I think my fans are the same way. I think they know. It's like, check it out, dude. Check it out. Talk to someone who's a Trump supporter if you're not a Trump supporter, and vice versa. It's like, have conversations with human beings. I mean, otherwise, um, we deserve the rock that's going to hit us, and we deserve the hole to open up and burn us to the ground. And when it does happen, I'll have liked this moment either way. This was worth it. Mm. That was good. Oh, <laughs> Let's burn this motherfucker. Yeah. Fuck it. You'll, I'll think of you before I die, right before I die. <laughs> Fleckus will be the last guy that I think of because we have to fucking, we have to keep moving, baby. Otherwise, um, what is this for? Who gives a shit, you know? 
Yeah. Have, have fun, dude. Do some drugs. You do drugs? Mm, I've done pretty much everything. Okay, cool. I always say, do drugs, have a drink, kiss that human that you want to kiss with permission. <laughs> <laughs> kiss that human you want to Have kiss. some fun. Do whatever you fucking want to do. I don't give a shit what you do. Just leave me alone. Do your thing. Um, check Fleck us out. We're going to put it in the fucking description below. Fleck us Talks is the name of the show. Um, it's excellent, dude. I'm glad you came. I really appreciate this. Yeah, this is fun. This is cool, dude. We we, uh, we need to continue this kind of nonsense, but check him the fuck out. I'll link everything uh, in the description. For, as for me, uh, I'm on the road again in November, so you can go to andrewsantino.com for all those dates and all that jazz, and then January, February, March, I'm touring again. We're going to start up the big fucking Whiskey Ginger Tour, bitch. So thank you for listening. Shout out to Fleckus. We're out. In here, we pour whiskey, 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 whiskey. Creature in the ginger beard. Sturdy and ginger. Like vampires, the ginger gene is a curse. Gingers are beautiful.